Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned in with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G's still pumping. So on the coast. Know that my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. You are listening live. We'll do it live. Unless, of course, you aren't listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. Uh, It is Wednesday, October 12th, 2016. I am your host, Travis Bryant. And with me, as always, once again, my main man, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's happening? What is going on? What up, what up? Uh, how how are things? How's everything? Yeah, everything's, everything's cool, sir. You know, another uh, damn near 90-degree day in October. You know, sun's up. It, it's nice. Oh, this isn't normal? I was thinking eh, about this. I mean, screenshots of you know, my weather app when she's turning her heat on. Yeah, it's, um, it's um, going to be, I don't know. The last couple of years, it's been actually kind of cool once you get to this point. So it's more of more of the same from before. So it's it's a little little strange, but yeah, we'll we'll eventually get to uh, November and December, and it'll be hopefully real weather again this year. I've got all my windows open. I've got my patio door slid open. Just you know, enjoying a pretty nice damn day. Um, we certainly have a lot to talk about. I probably have yeah. filled in on on a lot of things. Been uh, really out of the loop the last week, so I'll be playing a bit of catch up on pay per view raw first two hours of raw, most of SmackDown, anything that's happening on Impact, but that's pretty typical. No, yeah, I, I um, you know, watched probably at least by the numbers the majority of everything. Um, I will, I will probably be a little, a bit behind on Raw. Caught, I think the big think pieces at least coming out of Raw. Watched um, really a good portion of SmackDown. Um, you know, last night and then you know did see the entire uh, pay per view except for the last match because I kind of don't watch one of those guys' matches at this point. But uh, but yeah, so what was the last match? Was it the retirement? Um, it was Orton and uh, Bray. Was the last match of the night. What? So yeah, yeah. Didn't which was Bray win? That was probably the biggest. Um, uh, probably, I guess. I don't know. Oh, oh yeah. Biggest, I, um, I, I think he did. Why would they not end with Dolph winning and having a triumphant babyface moment? I, I don't know. I mean, if you look at the last SmackDown from last week, like the whole show was built on the uh, the Orton Bray. Feud and Orton stalking Bray and Bray stalking Orton, and, you know, just all around Bray Wyatt weirdness, you know, speak. So, you know, that that's kind of what they went with as the uh, as the headliner. Um, you know, one of our one of our poll questions, and we'll get to it, was um, or one of our poll choices was if the uh, quote unquote main event, that being the title match, was the biggest story coming out of the week. It got the smallest percentage of the vote. But I do think it's worth discussing kind of how that all played out 
So, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let me give out all the pertinence before we get going anymore. Uh, if you want to call into the show and talk directly to us, because we certainly would like to talk directly to you, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you certainly uh, can email us. Shoot us an email. Anytime during the uh, the week, anytime during the show, the mailbag's always open and constantly being refreshed. So hit us up on the mailbag tip at East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Got uh, a nice little mailbag. Two two non VIPs and a VIP straight from the stash. Uh, one from Dutch Mark and Young Ross Mitchell. So we'll uh, get to those. Make sure I don't forget Ross and Mark. Uh, and Twitter. Twitter is another way to get at us. Find the show at East Coast Cast. Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. And uh, we got a little bit, a little bit jumping on Twitter again in the last couple hours with uh, the poll question. And just some uh, <clears throat> some general people complaining about possible Goldberg Brock, or, or not possible, but like the upcoming Goldberg Brock match. Uh, Broken Andre says, "I'm glad to see the women's Hell in a Cell title match gaining steam." I'm not, uh, but that's that's me. Uh, yeah, okay, calls Goldberg a muscled-up douche in 50. Well, that's just a fact. Well, they're all kind of. Anyway. Uh, somebody wanted James Ellsworth in as an option. Maybe, you know, him almost dying. That could have been a... Wow. Almost dying to death. Almost dying to death. Almost woke up dead. Talking about Trump and WWE being one of his biggest financial uh, contributors uh, to his campaign. And a week ago, uh, more Holly Berry, Ric Flair nonsense. All right, so yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, so find us on Twitter at East Coast Cash. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. You can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C E E Hawk. Um, oops. Uh, uh, Twitter. So yeah. So Facebook. That's uh, the last bastion of Get Adage. Hit us up uh, or find us on Facebook. Uh, find our Facebook fan page. Uh, Facebook dot com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Don't think we had any likes this week. So find the uh, find the page. Search East Coast Cast or PWTorch or some combination. Find the. Uh, the uh, the page, the logo, you'll see us there. And um, like the page, share it on your timeline, tag your wrestling uh, fan buddies in it and let them know about the show and, you know, put them on. So let me make sure we did not get any likes. I don't think so, but I guess special shouts out to uh, Sam Wilson, who's all over uh, 
Yeah. I, I assume this show too, but for sure, like the fan by fans and and uh, and uh, special podcasts we do like off season yeah. or anything. He's he's definitely all, listening. Always on top of it. Always something I love. Yeah. Oh, oh, and big shouts out to Kurt Hoffman who took me up on my uh, when we called him last week live on the air and got his. Oh, that was on the VIP, right? So me and Richard were talking on the VIP, and I was like, man, wouldn't it be just great if we could uh, if we had some way to have Flair respond to the TMZ story that he, you know, that Hallie said that didn't happen and whatever, whatever, and just you know, one of my classic. <clears throat> Gasp! Like, wait, we can. Like, I know a guy. Uh, we can actually Kurt do Hoffman this. Yeah. Live on the VIP show, uh, put it on speakers, voicemail. It's Kurt Hoffman. Leave a message. And uh, yeah, just. So didn't you call him at like eleven o'clock at night? It was. It was. Yeah. It was like midnight here. So I was not. I was really like. I don't know if I said it or thought it. Like. I hope this doesn't get you in trouble with your woman. <laughs> you know, when you wake yeah. up, who was that? I saw your phone blinking in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he messaged me the next morning. It's like, yeah, I got your message. I'm on it. So, it, Very it, nice. it, it turned out, turned out real, real good. So, uh, check out the fan page specifically for that. He posted it last Friday. It's uh, nature. Nature Boy responding to uh, Halle Berry, or or Halle Berry's publicist, at least. So, all right, that's all the plugs and uh, shilling out of the way. Uh, Camp, what uh, what is your he- headline and or poll result? No, yeah, we did our um, we did our, our Twitter poll, and um, you know the poll was concerning the. Uh, but the headline of the week, um, what I thought, you know, people might think the headline of the week would be, um, you know, of course, um, thanks to everybody who retweeted it, you know, special thanks to, uh, you know, waiting the torch for really kind of getting the word out there. Um, it's another one of our really, really um, well-received, got a lot of uh, got a lot of attention polls, so it was always good. Um, let's see yeah. here. I mean, when you get a, a poll lot, with like 30 people, people, that's a – a decent amount of different yeah, types of wrestling fans yeah. from 30 possible different places around the country and mm-hmm. or world. But when you get yes. two, three, four hundred, better. You know, yeah, that's, that's always it's better. Even, um, it's so, even better. Yeah. You know, the four choices were um, alphabetically, um, you know, Lesnar versus Goldberg, um, the No Mercy quote-unquote main event, uh, basically alluding to the, uh, the title match leading off the show. And... Um, yeah, I didn't know how Let's to see. take that one because you're saying the opposite yeah. of what I thought. I thought it was quote main event, main event quote unquote main event because it was Bray and Randy in a yeah. But now it's like no the opener. So I, yeah, but I wasn't yeah. either way. I wasn't. It wasn't my. It wasn't my uh, my vote either. Mine yeah, was the, the third one was uh, the third one was proposed network tiers, um, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Because that's a, I think that's the most interesting story, quote unquote. And the uh, the fourth was the uh, women's home cell match, which we talked about a bit earlier. So, um, you know, uh, when we do our 
you know, South, Con- South Congress fan by fan show, since we live in the same town now, guys, we actually do that one, like, in person, and it's much more effective on so many levels, like, for me personally, as far as uh, producing the thing. But, um, you know, before we did that, like, we get settled in, whether we, you know, grab some drinks or get some dinner. So, basically, while we were, you know, preparing to watch the show, um, I actually did get uh, WWE 2K17 and had it downloaded by the time I got home yesterday. So, we put it on autoplay, and, of course, the match that I select is the uh, the cover athlete versus the big pre-order bonus athlete, which was uh, Lesnar versus Goldberg. Um, and, you know, graphically, being in a virtual world, like the entrances were real cool, and you got that Goldberg nostalgia, the police walking him to the ring after knocking on the door, which I think is the, the two best parts of a Lesnar-Goldberg match personally. But, um, you know, Paul Heyman basically you know, calls out Goldberg Monday night, and then you get word that Goldberg um, – after appearing on ESPN, is going to Raw to respond to Heyman. So it looks like, you know, come Survivor Series, we're going to have Lesnar Goldberg too. So, yeah, here, here we are. I, I actually like the way, without making ESPN seem like too, like, uh, like don't you, even though they're okay with it, you still don't want it to be like, oh, we went on ESPN to kind of be step two in in this. Uh, a promotion of this match mm-hmm. because they, he kind of like, eh, you know, get me to the end of the year. And it was more like, oh, okay, but then Heyman called him out and he answered on Twitter. It it just was logical. And it also, when you look back, it's like, okay, ESPN didn't necessarily get, you're not looking back at them going, wow, what a, you know, they're just offering up their platforms for storyline advancement and for WWE. It's like, no, Goldberg did a service. He bought a rating or bought a viewership in, in whatever way they that they want for those wrestling segments. And, you know, they got what, mm-hmm. what they asked for. And WWE used it to, to, to their advantage as far as timing and all that. And that's it just uh, everything that kind of matched. Because you can do that and it just comes across like, that was, you know, like how people talked about Lesnar Undertaker at UFC five six years ago. You want to go? You know that that confrontation. Yeah. And it's like UFC's like, hey, don't you know? Don't go using our platform to <laughs> set up your storylines, motherfucker. You know, get out exactly. of here with that. Uh, but this didn't. Even though ESPN again would be a more cooperate or are a cooperating entity, it just doesn't seem like as as uh, toe stepping or scummy. So it just was a good. Good way of uh, setting it up. So, um, the way they're going about it, I think, is again logical, makes sense, and you know the steps that you would take. And uh, hey, he got called out, and Heyman's promo was enough to get a Goldberg who's watching at home, or at least people might have said, "Hey, turn it on." They're talking about you and to to get angry and say, "You know what? I'll be there next week." Yep. Like, oh, okay, that's uh, very cohesive and psychologically sound. I'm not taken out of the story in any way. So it's like, okay, so far, so good. Because that's what people are excited most about. We talked about last week. Oh, the buildup's going to be fantastic. Like, oh, I wasn't convinced, but it's like, all right, well, I guess we're off to a off to a good start. Yeah. And the game, no is, and the game is, is really pretty. Like, it's smooth. And like the the Lesnar, the cut screens, or not the cut screens, but the you know when they're just cycling through random 
random uh, wrestlers and you yep, see them and they're yeah, but they they're skin the, uh, like literally. I'm, I mean it in a computery way, but I guess it works both ways. But their skin mm-hmm. is smooth and round and 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 detailed. And Sasha Banks' hair looked good and uh, yeah, Charlotte's face looked really good. Great. But it still it looks really really good in the crowd. That an arena, you know. 8,000-seat arena, and I'm pretty sure I saw 8,000 individual people. Yeah, yeah. You know, as they walked down to the ramp. I mean, I'm sure they repeated. Yeah. But still, even still, it wasn't like a, you know, it just was was really, really well done. Yep, they did a very good job. It got better and better. And everybody seems to be enjoying it as far as the, the playing, Steve's like, it's the gameplay, yeah. In this aspect, but I haven't heard any real complaints. If anything, it's like, oh, this is better. It feels better than last year. They they took this, they tweaked that, and they whatever. So mm-hmm. I, I haven't played a uh, yeah wrestling game in very very long time. Hey dog. Uh, No, yeah. And okay, so, I so think, yeah, well, um, did you get to the last it one? It wouldn't surprise me, like, if, if whatever Goldberg's charging, like, to appear, I don't think he charge whatever he wants, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if, like, 2K footed part of the bill with having him as a cover athlete. Like, well, he's things not, are coming though. together in time. Or as the, the pre-order athlete, I should say. Sure, sure, okay. But, I mean, like, these, these things are all well, happening at once. Like, as soon as that game comes out, with both of them kind of as the big thing on the game, all of a sudden right. they're going to or, or 2K or uh, we uh, talked about this on a on a on a hotline a week ago or so. Like, oh yeah, 2K is like privy to six eight year uh, out year long out storylines. Like they have to be. Like mm-hmm. they have to know. Okay, we got to put Goldberg in it because we're going to try to do something with him. And they've been doing this for four years now or five. You know, mm-hmm. Austin. Uh, was, was uh, Ultimate Warrior, Sting, Lesnar, you know, however, whatever, they Rock, cover yep. guys, but the big, big game release with the big thing. Yeah, so, pause. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like now everything's finally come together. Like they have a good game with a good engine and good mechanics and all that stuff along with yep. a great release that makes sense, like as far as Lesnar, cover guy, the downloadable people and the, the storylines. Mm-hmm. Well, the the patch with the tag team has to happen, but that's just game stuff. That's the technical. Yeah. You know, well, I guess that that happens. Um. So yeah, and uh, the women selling the cell. I mean, that got the second most. Yeah, and people seem really interested in that. I'm like, of course, like we we talked about this last week. I'm I'm super skeptical because. I just feel like these two in particular feel like they have so much to prove and they have the athletic prowess to where they can do certain things to where I feel like, like I, I'm going to cringe. I'm going to watch. But I think I'll be cringing the whole time. And again, like not that we have to qualify because people know us pretty well, but I'm not saying it because they're women. I'm saying it because one of them is 130 pounds and super accident prone and is willing to put her body through ridiculous things. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, uh, Hopefully it goes very well. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, like I can't see. Got a lot of time. 
but I, that I want it to go yeah. well for them. They've got a lot of time to the pay-per-view. Are there three weeks, three more rolls left? Until the uh, it's the 30th. I the show. The show is yeah. The show is on the thirtieth, so they got they got time. Yeah. That's what? So it'll be good. Hmm. I'm saying they 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 have the time, so yeah. Yeah, it'll be. So it should be good. Wait. So okay, I'm on Twitter, and uh, earlier it looked like I think Boris retweeted. So. Matt and Jeff Hardy are TNA tag tag champions. I mean, okay, I didn't know this. Yeah, I mean, I've I've no reason to doubt that, and there's no reason that they shouldn't be. Yeah, the tweet is from it's a retweet from three hours ago of Matt Hardy tomorrow on Impact. Uh, Brother Nero and I addressed our victory at the Great War and future plans. Hashtag greatest team tag team in all of space and time. <laughs> And there's a picture of them looking, you know. Yeah, when, he said, when he said, uh, when my heart said the Bucks of Youth, I damn near died. The Bucks of Youth? Yes. The Bucks of That's Youth. tremendous. Like he's, that was great. He's all in, and it's it's glorious. It really is. He even said, he called the New Day. The Day's New or something, you know. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's going there. <laughs> so, okay. Um, do you have a... Uh, Traditional headline, most important uh, thing um, for you from the from the last week of televised pro wrestling. I mean, I would really probably well televised pro wrestling. That's the thing. Like, I would I would actually. Say, oh well, I mean, don't let that limit you. I mean, that's just kind of what. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you want to talk about a house show, or, be, or, <laughs> you know, I mean, my thing would be the, uh, the 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 proposed TV program would be my thing. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's TV. That that's certainly network count. Um, that's, you know, visual Yeah, so stimulus. there are, you know, rumors abound of, um, you know, maybe to be able to increase the, uh, unnecessarily increase the price of the network. I think you have to change that language from rumors to a higher tier price of the network. To something else. Um, and I mean, they said um, out the thing. Yeah, and then including, you know, indie programming, which I think is um I don't know exactly what that's going to entail as far as indie programming, but I mean that's I feel like that's an actual way to um be able to raise a price. Like content that you can't get anywhere else. Like we have uh you know, we are rich, um, and we have Matt Harris, two guys, um, I'd say, who do the brunt of finding us these matches that aren't aired on American television that we'd have to go to all, out of our way to go find. Like, those guys seem to have that pretty handy. And it kind of cuts out. Um, not cuts out. Well, Steve will order a three-disc three disc P, PG, uh, PG. Yes. They PWG, got from uh, the back of several trucks. Like, the case was in one <laughs> truck, the digital code was in another, the actual disc was in the third. Um, but, yeah, so we have guys who, who do that. But, you know, they're adding an indie tier um, to the uh, network and maybe increasing the price, you know, $2 to $4. I, th- I think that's a huge story in that, um, like, how do you serve the fan who, you know, I, I, a casual fan either has the network or is satisfied with the TV, guys like us who, you know, want to be able to access that vast library of, um, you know, WWF, not even WWF, WCW, you know, ECW um, and some other things, you know, we have the network, and in a lot of cases we plan on keeping it, but then there's that, 
that newer fan base who's looking for that thing that you can't find everywhere else, and now you're giving them a way to find that. Plus, you know, attitude error stuff if that's where they sit or somewhere else with, um, you know, a significant reason to cop, you know, that higher tier to get that indie stuff, that uh, that chic, that, okay. that niche stuff but that you can see anywhere else. What was the what did they call indie stuff? Didn't they on their uh not circular, what's it called? Uh not poll either. Their survey. Didn't they say like like TNA, Ring of Honor and 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 others? Like the examples uh-huh. they used weren't what you in no you can't just because they run small buildings, you can't call Ring of Honor an indie company. Like they're not. They're a corporate. A corporation owns them in their own syndic, syn, uh, uh, on syndication all over the country. Like that's not an indie. Call super indie if you want to go that far. And TNA is on a cable, has national cable clearance. You know, with and they run pay per views. It's uh, they didn't say Chikara or PWG. Which I think are the two that immediately come to mind that they have to carry. Like uh, they ha- not yeah, have to. Yeah, that's who WWE would be smart to reach out to them, and Shakar and PWG would be smart to be like, absolutely. Yeah, let's let's. Because people it. are worried about, yeah, oh, what are you going to do getting in the bed with WWE? Like, who? Can- like, it's only a you come up. Give us money to, to air stuff that we don't have to reproduce. Like. There's no cost to us to do it, and you'll have more right. eyes on our product. Yeah, yes. Well, they're probably thinking you maybe you have to sign over rights to this, or you can't do that, and they're messing with your content, and your, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, the, 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 the things that you would obvious; those are very uh, yeah, concessions you have to make. I understand those those uh, concerns for sure, but mm-hmm. if you're PWG management, or if you're friggin' Quackenbush over in Chikara, you're like, please phone ring and be, you know, WWE front office is like, hey, we want to, yeah. you know, give you all some new HD cameras so we can have, a, you know, great. <laughs> or at least these HD cameras, you have it work, I don't care. But um, mm. but more people, more, more eyes on them from all over the world is, you can't pay for, you know, what what WWE is getting in the content, they're getting in. It's like that old, it's the real, like how Memphis would pay you in TV time. Like, ah, I can't pay you, but you're on TV, so your stock is yep. being raised. And, and it's really like, in that situation, because you're physically doing something. But in the case of, like, Chikara, unless they, they're not having to take extra shows or do anything extra, again, I'm assuming, uh, assuming that's the case, I should say, uh, all they have to do is say, yes, you have access to this content, and they get global eyes on them, that's payment enough. Or not yeah. enough, but that's definitely payment, for sure. Well, and, and we're also paying. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like they're going to give them a stack of money. I can't see them not giving them a stack of money. A big, a that big stack. Maybe too, like, indie management are like, don't want that out because <laughs> people are like, all right, two hundred dollar yeah. paydays is my typical. Now I want four, or now I want three fifty, uh-huh. whatever. Like y'all got more, so I want more. So they definitely uh-huh. going to want to suppress that kind of stuff getting out. Like no, 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 no. We're just giving them the content. We're we don't get anything, just exposure. 
So you get the exposure. So we're passing that exposure on to you. So you should be grateful, you know, indie wrestler X. Indie wrestler X. Not answering that eight six six number. Um, Uh Oh. So so yeah. So Chikara, PWG, any other obvious. Indies that they would definitely, you would think that they would want to get on that, get on the network, or ones that they should definitely stay away from. Like they're not doing anything with IWA Midway or whatever. The one Steve goes to and those bullshit shows they do in Indiana. Yeah, no. you know Ian Ryan okay, and they, all they, those fucks. Jim isn't getting that up. Uh, that ain't that hell no, no. So like your PWGs, your Chikara, um. I mean, I just don't see Sinclair going, yeah, sure, take our, you know, syndicated property you and play it on your thing. So who else? I mean, there are other. Oh, oh, maybe the one Bruce always talks about that Trevor Lee came from, CWF Mid- Mid-Atlantic. Yeah. You know, like, I'm trying to think of the ones that have their shit together that run on schedule and have ongoing decent storylines and wrestlers coming through. And, and quality ones that we don't even that we don't know of, not just you know. Yeah, that we couldn't name. Right. I mean, there are definitely half a dozen of those, with the three or two or three obvious ones at the top: PWG, Chikara. Uh, there are definitely four or five more you could find and have a pipeline as far as uh, content for 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 those uh, for those companies. The one Cody and, yeah. and, and Angle wrestled for, maybe even up in upstate or New England or whatever the hell. A American, all you know, I don't know. Who knows? But you hear all you hear good things about them, and they and they pay because you don't hear people saying, yeah, you, know, you, you would yeah, hear not a bunch of dead beats. people getting stiff, yeah, getting you know. stiff. All right. So. Somebody got me real hyped for that, uh, for the thing, uh, the book you gave me, let me hold last night, the X-Men one-off. Or, it's good. Uh, old men, old men die, young yeah. men. Oh, God loves, man kills. God, yeah, and, uh, God loves, man kills. It's very good. Like some people I mean, that I really like. Uh, yeah, like whose opinions I fucks with. I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's the one. Like, and I'm not an X Men guy. Yeah. You, Shahid, you know, y'all are X Men people. But like, okay, mm-hmm. and that title. I mean, come on. First off, no, that's wrong. Like again, but, when we give when we give you things, we know who we're giving them to. You know, it's <laughs> these things are all done by design. Here go here go gutter. Every I love everybody's suggestions, right? Because that's just what what you you know. That's just the. But I'm like, these are seven books, and there's like three not shown that I haven't gotten to yet. That's the purpose of this, the, me taking the picture. Like, look at all these goddamn trades. I ain't even cracked open yet. Uh, and everybody's like, oh, if you like this, then you got to check it. <laughs> check out this. Like, but, don't, buddy, <laughs> you, you just want to yeah. add to my stack of uh, stuff that I can just be like, nope, ain't got to that yet. I mean, stuff I actually care about, Superman, Red Sun, and. You know, sex criminals and Twilight children, mm-hmm. stuff that came highly recommended. I'm just like, yeah, hey, I'll get, let, let alone Batman Dark Knight, you know. Yeah, that's a, actually a coaster right now. But, um, 
Don't, don't, you, don't you ever put anything. Don't you ever put a cup on my book. And don't be breaking up no damn weed on my book either. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, all right. Good. Uh, got some good headlines. Got some good topics. Let's uh, open this thing up to the public. Oh, God. A slow motion uh, gif of AJ protecting James Ellsworth on the Styles Clash. You know that boy don't got no neck. Like, he ain't got no chin. He, he, he was like, chin. his lack of chin, uh, you know, saved him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, AJ. Oh, AJ saw that the whole way. Like, please. I was like, what are you doing? And totally, <laughs> like, oh, oh, contorted his body to, yeah, to make sure he didn't come down. That was, like, straight what Frankie Kazarian did. Tucked his dumbass chin. No, he didn't die because AJ saved his life. Nothing to do with that tiny little non-chin. Damn, that's a hell oof. That's a good share, uh, Darrell. <laughs> he calling himself Cottonmouth on Twitter now. <laughs> I saw. Uh, so, all right, speaking of, let's... Uh, Go to Darrell Cottonmouth Stokes. Uh, Darrell, what's happening? How y'all doing today? How you doing today, Trail? How you doing today, Cam? Doing, doing, doing good. good. How, how, okay, so we're, what, two weeks? I guess tomorrow or Friday will be three weeks since Luke Cage debuted. We're getting into, I want to talk about this shit territory, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's two weeks, folks. It ain't a spoiler no more. Come on. We gave y'all ample time. <laughs> Should have been watched it. <laughs> right, right. So I'm just saying uh, that, that to set the, you know, uh, um, if if anybody wanted to talk specifics, don't, uh, you know, you don't got to be like, oh, remember in episode seven, scene 17 at the 30 <laughs> minute mark? <laughs> you know, you had detail, but just, uh, you know, don't, don't, feel necessary to completely censor yourself because of other people. So, screw them. Good, good show. I hate that um, my boy Cottonmouth died. You know, in, to me, a Man, week away, but kind of... Just... <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I, you know I had to. I think he had to go. Take the name he had out to go, on Twitter. <laughs> he, he had, just, he had I... to go, though. Um when he said what he said to, to um, you know, call her Deidre or whatever the hell her name was, um, I, I I was like, oh, that's more right. Yeah, Dillard. I was like, I, I oh, seen that's him as uh, a black kingpin. Uh, well, they're d- definitely different enough characters that I wouldn't necessarily uh, go there first. Uh, but when he said what he said, I was like, oh, he's got to go. I just didn't think. It was going to happen right then and there, especially like that. I just thought they could have had two warring factions of family members, and um, Luke Cage is in the middle, and they both want to get him up out of the picture, but still they in the both middle. want each other out of the picture. Yeah, but he's but. still in the middle, and one is his family. And now that one yeah, has legitimate, yeah. you assume, is going to have legitimate uh, powers, not just a suit or a gun. 
just like, nope, I got hard, but super I, hard skin. Oh, and my young boy, doctor, whatever, you know he's got to have something over over uh, Luke Cage when he, whenever he comes back. Right? If he's just the same, no, I'm like, oh, I got super hard skin and I'm susceptible to the same stuff you are. So, like, all right, they'll have a slugfest. Luke Cage will win because he's a he's better, you know, just because he's a good guy. He's got to have some kind of something. I don't know. I can't think of anything on but, off the top, but, yeah, go ahead. You got to think about it like this. He's going to be more trained because before um, we get season two of that, you're going to have Iron Fist, then you got the Defenders, and they all going to come gonna together. So he's going to be – he gonna be more understanding of his own powers and just Luke, say that, mean. and more confident. Yeah, Luke. Okay, okay. So, oh yeah, I'm sure. If if Buddy do come back, he gonna have to. They gonna have to tell a story on how he has evolved because if by then Luke if would have evolved, and, and then he probably have his buddy with him, his sidekick Iron Fist. I know. I don't know if y'all seen the trailer to the um to the yeah, new Iron Fist that was, came out. It wasn't much of a symbol or something. But I did read the article and all that. And is how much is Luke a, Cage going to be a teaser. part of that? A teaser, yeah, not a trailer. I think how much is Luke Cage going to be probably, a part of? It? He probably don't show up to the it's gonna be like his role because in right after that Jones. it's the defenders. Oh well before the defenders it's gonna be is Iron Fist, then it's the Punisher. That that was the surprise news that they dropped at the um Comic Fest in in Y. Then it's the defenders. So you're gonna get three episodes. You're gonna maybe get three or four of the series next year. You got March. You got Iron Fist. Then you got Punisher and the defenders coming out around the same time. And people speculating mm-hmm. is Punisher gonna be part of the, the defenders or is he just gonna show up and help out from time to time? So the street level um, heroes he, seem way more exciting. Not can they, should they, should he punish her, I mean, get an entire season of, of his own thing? I mean, he is. He is. He, they already, they filming no, it no, now. No, no, I'm not saying if, I'm saying should he. Like, is that, like, for his character, Absolutely. for what his character does yes. and, and is? Absolutely. Like, okay. I'll, I'll let you yes. hold those books, too. Like, it's. Yeah, fun, fun you need to see the brutalness of Punisher just about and the strategic um, strategy um, of this man who can who rivals Captain strategic America. Strategy. The only reason, right. yes, the best kind. He rivals Captain America. He just don't have the super on this um, the super strength. But if he so did, he probably could beat. He could probably beat Captain America. That's what it said because he was Captain America at one point in time. In some comics, so. <laughs> Wait, who was Captain America? In so, the, as, um, Punisher. 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 Wow. He changed the whole world. What, like on Earth? Or Captain America. America. What do you mean? No, this Earth. The fuck? How the do you regular, get to be Captain America? Who gave that motherfucker a shield? Uh, Where the history changed? Where um, where um, Captain America didn't get um, put in the ice. And stuff like that, and um, they knew that they needed a new Captain America, Iron Man, and um, Frank, uh, and Mr. Fantastic, Frank uh, Reed Richards. So Reed, this is the first time he ever worked on the Super Soldier serum, and he redid it and made it and made it better. They gave it to Frank Castle, 
He he made all the villains get scared and run away, and it was peace for a long time until he retired because he he felt like the media started taking over and started selling Captain America as a brand and stuff like that, and it became Captain America teams and heroes. They were training up, so he didn't like that it was being monopolized by the media, so he gave it up, and he trained somebody else who had to take over because once he gave it up, crime started coming back, but yeah, he started beating all the villains. He made the villains scared. People yeah. like Doctor Doom, everybody. He beat what? um. Shit. He beat Why Thanos by himself. He beat Thanos Come by on. himself. All right, that's how. Let's get you know. They prove how you know we strategic. God damn, I, mm, it's just so much. Yeah, it's, I'm glad I got y'all people to kind of do all the heavy. But another thing I wanted to tell you guys. Just off of um, the wrestling talks, and we into this talk, um, a story that y'all should read that I just got finished reading myself, the Batman Detective Comics, and check out the first arc of this um, series of comics um, with um, the death of Tim Drake. That story has to be one of the best stories that has been written this year, especially part of the Rebirth series. Just that mm. whole art and the pictures and everything, how it was drawn, especially the last book when you finna see Tim Drake die and how he go out like a one-man soldier. It's just awesome. And the twist that he put at the end of it. Right. Because hmm. uh, I'm, I'm a big Tim Drake fan. So, yeah. Who's he? What's his? Warner yeah. Robin thing. One of the Robins. He was the third Robin. All right. Awesome. All right, what's on your mind uh, wrestling-wise? Wrestling-wise, I know y'all was speaking on some of the stuff. I want to talk about the IC title match. And like like I was um, telling you um, last week, what if they had a match of their life and it changed the perspective of everything? And they came out there and they had the match of their life. And I don't know how you guys feel. That's what I want to know. Now seeing that they still going to go with Dolph as a baby face, then after that match, does it give you hope that they, if they tell the story right, that Dolph can get off on a good foot this time as a baby face and don't have to be a heel? Or how y'all feel about that? Because I feel like they did uh, him great justice off of that match and everything, and just got to come up with a story no. to follow up on it. Yeah, I feel like they um, they did kind of, like that match, like Travis was saying, I know he didn't get to see it, um, should have been last because it was very good and the crowd was very into it. And they, they really wanted Miz to lose and they really wanted Dolph to win. Like they genuinely gave a shit. Um, you know, I'm, it's weird, Darrell, I'm – Actually, and Travis and I were talking about this a little bit yesterday. I'm like, I'm really interested to see what Kenny does, like, as an outlier to all this because he's in such good shape. Um, but, you know, concerning Dolph specifically, um, I mean, yeah, it, it, it worked. They got the desired reaction. Miz is still really good, and he's really salty about not having that title anymore, and his reaction to it's been good. I think um, – it's like, how long do you go with this? Because it seems like this could be a feud, you know, at least, you know, through the end of the year because, like, they're both 
right now really good in their roles. Like, that's the thing about Dolph's character. For that to be effective, he does need to win matches. Um, because, you know, his biggest issue is I'm putting on this great show and I work the hardest in this, and none of that counts unless you actually win. So, so I think it'll be good. I think him, like, it's kind of a reverse of chasing the baby face. I think Miz trying to find ways to get the title off of him and not being able to because Dolph, white meat baby face perseveres. If they can stick that for a while, yes, I think it's very good for him. And I like how they're telling that story, too, of him stealing the show, and now they're using that as he's taking the show and taking the IC title and putting it as the main event, and no longer is second to the top match or third to the top. They're saying that mm-hmm. him stealing the show going to take the um, IC title to the main event, like almost similar to how Nakamura and New Japan took their IC title and made it the main event of the biggest show they ever had. And and most a lot of the times, especially when it was around his waist, it was the main event. It was the number one thing in the whole promotion. So I like mm-hmm. how they're swinging that story that way. And what you're saying about Kenny, I like how they're bringing this uh, Spirit Squad. And you might see Spirit Squad versus Rhino and Heath Slater and have them do an angle while they're doing the angle with the IC title and lifting both titles up, that's intriguing to me also. And I know people, and this gets me to another point, I know y'all like how the Usos have turned, but it seems like they uh, squandering them away with the American Alphas. I just want to hear what y'all think about this. I know people are always screaming that Roman needs to turn, but if you see what they're doing with the Usos, and the Usos turned with the perfect counterparts to turn on with the American Alphas, who was at that time a hot babyface team. And people see that, hey, man, they ain't, they really not knowing how to book people when it comes to turning and stuff like that. So when we pushing for somebody to, to be turned into a heel without having a, a good storyline to go off of, and on Roman terms, if he turned, he don't have a hot babyface to go against to make him keep him hot as a heel. He'll end up being like the the Usos right now. What y'all think about that? Well I think the Usos well, I are think, in a first off, much better position. I think you watched a little bit of that. I think the Usos are in a good position. Like I think yeah. I don't think they're wasted with American Alpha because I think the the, the what they set up like like universe wise as American Alpha they, they made it seem like American Alpha was going to come in and just dominate the tag team division. And that's what made the Usos turn so good to me because, you know, they acknowledged that they were the two-time tag team of the year and they weren't just going to let somebody, like, you know, come in and just, you know, take away what they've been working for. I think that was done very well. Um, uh, I think, you know, as it pertains to Roman, yes, one of the things, the thing that probably worked the best about the Usos turning was that they had an American Alpha to play off of. Um, I don't know, Darrell, if you watched the match last night with uh, Gable and one of the Usos, but like Travis and I are watching that really cool heel finish where Uso does the roll-up, and the one that's not in the match actually kind of does like a holding drop kick on his brother to where Gable can't kick out. Like, it's just they're doing new heel stuff. They're doing weird athletic heel stuff that you don't always get. And I, I think it's really interesting, like, kind of how they have it right now. Um, but, yeah, um, talking about Wayne Turner, he doesn't have 
that person to play off of right now to make that, like, more exciting. So I, I think they're kind of hard to compare to each other, but, you know, his, his thing is going to be what happens at, at Hell in a Cell. That's, that's a big thing for him, um, you know, to see if like, he's physical enough in a match, you know, with Rusev to kind of win the crowd over. Yeah, I've I seen it. Um, I like it, but I'm just saying most people, and when you think of casual fans, they would think how they brought in American Alphas, they would be at a certain level. And it seemed mm-hmm. like by having the Usos lose to, like, um, Keith Slater and Rhino, and it seemed like they keep losing their big matches over and over again, even though they win in one-on-one matches against the American Alphas, but that's not tag team matches. So it makes it seem like they step down. Then every time you see now the American Alphas in the tag team, they out there with um, Hammer Time and um, Zack Ryder, (laughs) the guy who is being (laughs) – so, you know, it defines them down almost in, like, casual fans' eyes when people who hardcore fans or people who in the know like us, we look at it and we're like, okay, they doing something different with the Usos and stuff like that, but – Casual fans be looking like, okay, well, they're not even really all the way high mid-card. They low mid-card acts right now, how they got them performing and acting, especially with two-minute matches and stuff. So I was just thinking of it of a different way, uh, just coming in at a different way and just saying, like, we got to hold off if we want people to be turning. The uh, Usos' turn was perfect because they had a high act to, uh, to go right, against, right, no, no, to bounce off of right. But um, uh, on the other side, especially on Raw, it's kind of hard not having a baby face that people can get behind. That would be another mm-hmm. question, just like how Jericho is um, outshining the champ and his um, challenger. And in that few, most of the shine going to Jericho, who shouldn't even be uh, are not supposed to be the main focus of the few. It should be those two. But he outshining both of them because you don't have a strong enough baby face and you're not letting the heel be the heel because you want to save yeah, all but, that heat okay. for the authority. Are, are you throwing like 800 things out at us and, and we got to, you know. Uh, the, damn, I don't even remember what the first – oh, the Usos. Usos win matches. They couldn't get tag title shots and stuff if they weren't winning, you know, tag matches. uh I don't. I, uh, I don't want to. I'm not trying. To, I don't want to look at it like, oh, what about the casual fans? Oh, what about I, that's not my. That's not my uh, thing to worry about. How they're getting over to casuals versus people that, you know, us like that are kind of in the know, quote unquote. <clears throat> I know that they, you know, beat. They even beat American Alpha in a tag match. I mean. It, I, I swore they were going to win, and the feud would continue with American Alpha chasing, and who knows knows when that would uh, uh, come to a head? Rumble Mania, they mm-hmm. would stretch it out that long. Uh, I think that's what that's why that's where they're going. They just don't want to have the Usos being chased by American Alpha all the way until WrestleMania. So if you can hold out on the mm-hmm. Usos winning the titles till the Rumble. And keep Heath and Rhino uh, uh, an act and a viable uh, thing on TV for for the next two or three months. Then give Dusos the title, keep American Alpha away by story and whatever. 
uh, and then have them start chasing in February or so, like a real solid WrestleMania uh, uh, push. I'm not thinking of the Usos as lower mid-card, nothing. I think of them as a solid heel tag team who gets a decent amount of TV time, and they do what they need to do with that TV time to keep me interested in their act. Um, uh, the second part about Jericho out, outshining, that's kind of built into the story that they're telling. I mean, if you don't see Kevin yeah. Owens in the background rolling his eyes, and every time Jericho says, we're the tag team, or we're the world champion, the universal champion, and he's just like, I got to get out of here. He always, when Jericho goes too far, with it, uh, Owens hits the road. He's like, I, I, okay, I got something to do. Uh, I'm out of here. It's That's the character he's playing. He's not being outshined. It's just Jericho's character is more over the top and and colorful. So if that's mm-hmm. outshining, well, that's just the nature of of different characters. You can't. I mean, it's just you know. Uh, I don't know if Palladium is a dull metal, but Palladium isn't going to outshine Steel, even if Steel's a weird. was terrible analogy. Uh, even if one's stronger but dull, it's still whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, Cam, any, any or both of those? No, yeah, as far, as far as they go, like, again, like, he's supposed to be that other thing you want kind of in the scenario, um, as far as Jericho goes. Like, the crowd's supposed to cheer and want Jericho, as annoying as he is, to be in the mix with those matches, and Owens is supposed to be the one to want to Right, and I'm not thinking of it because the other parts, like, Jericho's outshining because the other parts, not even just Kevin Owens, but also Seth Rollins, isn't up to snuff for mm-hmm. doing their part. Like, no, that's just, Jericho's good, and he's doing a good job. That's why you yeah. like him. Uh, let me uh, give him a chance to respond here, bring Darrell back on. Any uh, quick response or another topic before we... Uh, oh, that, um, no, no response. I, get, I understand what you're saying. I, I was just saying... You know, um, that was just um, what my, my thoughts. And what y'all think about how they're building up um, Survivor Series because it looked like they can stretch all those feuds out, like you're saying, anyway, since they're maybe um, thinking about doing all these Survivor Series matches on Survivor Series mm-hmm. and just building it around one single match that's Brock and Goldberg. Um, what y'all think about that and how y'all think fans going to take that they build that Around one singles match, and that's Brock and um, Brock and Goldberg, and what would be the um, pushback on that? I, I don't think any. I mean, for for me personally, I'm like, all right, we don't need another. What do we? We're low on one on one matches in the first place. Throw six man. Throw some four and five tag team elimination match, Survivor Series matches. That's cool. See you in December and January. Yeah. And then, yeah, and, and the, when the one match that's built up is a big giant, you know, uh, uh, a one-off match that that could be saved for WrestleMania, and uh, hope to get some third quarter. What the hell? Where's Survivor Series? Maybe that would already be. Yeah, that's already in the fourth quarter. Oh, by the for sure. But just uh, get that last. You know, lat before the end of the year, bump to some subscriptions, get some laps, laps fans, or you know, to, to jump back in. 
before WrestleMania season. Say jump back in November instead of waiting until January. Or even March or April. If you people that wait that long, wait till actual WrestleMania. So, um yeah, any go ahead, Cam. No, yeah, yeah. I think um yeah, if it's built on that one match, like of course you'll probably have I mean your 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 two big titles somewhere in there, but I imagine we have three singles matches and then you know, that Survivor Series match, Team American Alpha and Team Usos. You know, and you know, team uh you know, team New Day and you know, team whoever's hot on the raw tag side. And then you're gonna have uh you're gonna even have your your SmackDown uh women versus your raw women. Like they you know, I but think you know they say tag they're gonna be against each other. I'm sorry? The- they said Raw and SmackDown tag teams are going to be against each other. They're going to take the five okay. best Raw Smack tag teams. You have your imagine American Alpha and Uso team best? versus. So it's going to be a 10 on 10? New Day and. Yeah, person. 10 on like 10. Oh, I think it's still interesting, even if it's the face of the dynamic. I mean, watch those guys work Five best means your oh, yeah. five t- tag teams that you have on the roster, period. There are no five best. That's to suggest you have six or more teams. Yeah, so it's going to be all the name. tag teams. So they're going to be cramming. Yeah. So they're going to be cramming them all on one show. And and if you fine, I mean, going yeah. with storyline, yeah. I want to I mean, see Jericho. I want to see Dean lead a team versus uh, Kevin Owens led well, team, and or something like that. Like have the title, like have the cha- a champion versus champion m- match, but I, but not for the title and not one on one. But they both they're both leading uh, a Survivor Series uh, a team. Like maybe four on four if you don't have enough for for five if you don't a bunch of other uh, uh, multiple team multiple people matches. So have Owens, obviously Jericho would be on his team, and then find two more two more guys that would fit with them against Dean. I don't even know who you would, uh, who who the heck Dean could recruit from SmackDown to. Dean Dolph. Raleigh, Dean Dolph. Shit, I don't know. Dean Dolph. Uh, shit. Dean Dolph. Cena. If Cena's back for Survivor Series. Apollo Crews or somebody else. No, who knows? Yeah, it's a lot of possibilities um, and a lot of intrigue and possibilities that you can do because of the format. And 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 play it for yeah. all it's worth. Again, I don't care that we're not getting one on one matches. Smackdown challenger for the title versus the um raw heavyweight uh, universal champion, then the universal champion contender versus a team um versus um the SmackDown heavyweight champion and mix it up like that so you don't have to have Dean and AJ on the same team and have Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins on the same team just for this night, and we're doing it for the brand so it don't seem wonky like that where it just it, you're giving something interesting in that part so it don't have to be all, well, we're just going to team up to go for Team Blue and Team Red and making right. it look like this bragging rights instead of Survivor Series. Yeah, I wouldn't even mind having one match where you where you mix it up. 
Yeah. Wouldn't care. Wouldn't care if Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens, Kevin uh, Dean said, all right, me and New Day against you, Jericho, and two other goons you guys can find. Something like that. And they picked two guys, Jericho and Owens picked two two guys from, uh, say, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you can get creative. Yeah. Because AJ can pick the two Wyatts and <laughs> um, pick the two Wyatts and um, just find two more folks to go around Baron Corbin and <laughs> I guess somebody else yeah. just to find another heel. Or uh, me is let go five man team or heel. There you go. All right, Darrell, good shit, man. We're gonna move on. All right, peace out, homies. Talk to All right, you. Man. from Georgia. Um, let's, uh, you know what? Let me do one of these emails here. Let's uh, do uh, Dutch Mark's email. He chimed in uh, last week, after last week's show, but last week he says, hey guys, hope you're doing well. I was watching the tag team brackets for NXT and thought it was nice. It was a nice way for Amos to turn and get some heat in the process. I had barely formed the thought in my head, and he turned after their match. Nice. My question here, uh, was this a desperation move or just always in the works for him in NXT? Uh, And either way, do you think they'll ever ever want uh, to go in some sort of Los... What? Some sort of Los Ingo Bernabels? What the fuck? Maybe this is some nope. Dutch shit that he like didn't come across in translation. It, it, look, look, Los, L-O-S, and the word I can't seem to pronounce, I-N-G-O-B-E-R-N-A-B-L-E-S. Ingo Bernabels style character nope. slash stable. <laughs> no, I have to. Okay, I'm going to. Copy this and just search it in Google. Wait a second. Rich says, I got this email. As in, he wants me to bring him on to... to... Oh, shit. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Los Ingo Bernabels <laughs> t-shirts. That's a real thing. <laughs> no wonder Rich wants it. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh... So one site has a stables database. So I guess it's a stable. The ungovernables. Okay. Spanish for ungovernables. Based in the Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre. Oh, CMLL. That's what CMLL stands for. <laughs> Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre. Okay. All right, so let's uh, let's bring Rich in for this. Uh... Oh, let me finish the uh, question. So, uh, either way, do you think they they want him to go in some sort of Los Inger, the, the ungovernable style character slash stable with him? Uh, it was the gimmick that he got over in AAA and New Japan, uh, and it still works really well for Nate Naito and his his dudes in Japan. Can we see the same care less, I don't give a fuck attitude 
in NXT with WWE boundaries, of course. Uh, well, before I bring Rich in, I am. I don't think this was some kind of process. I think they hoped that the spandex, or not spandex, suspenders and the hat would work. And it didn't. And the moment I saw him, I said, this is not going to work. And the moment I saw him come out without them dumbass suspenders and this stupid-ass hat, which I didn't like, I just didn't like in that context, um, I was like, oh, now here we go. So instantly, once mm-hmm. he dropped that look, I got I got more interested uh, in his act. Uh, as far as the ungover- ungovernables, let's go ahead and uh, where is Rich? Find out what that the hell is going on. Los Inger Nobles. <laughs> I'm like, Mark, you making words up. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Rich, what's happening? What up? Not much. As soon as I heard you struggling through it, I was in my parking uh, spot anyway, about to go in the house after practice. I'm like, Los and Gobernables. It's easy. <laughs> now, I have heard yeah. it for three years, so, you know, I've had time to practice it. But, yeah, so the whole reason WWE signed my boy La Sombra, or now, you know, Andred Siena Hamas, is because he was in that stable in Mexico with a dude they're looking to sign now named Rush, who's a luchador who kind of looks like all the guys they brought on Raw in that he's, like, super muscular but can flip and do anything he wants. He's probably, as Dave Meltzer calls him, one of the best heels in wrestling right now. So they had this stable. They were running roughshod over CMLL. And then Naito came, and that's when he was kind of getting himself right. And he brought it to Japan, so he made L.I.J., Los Ingenables, to Japan and added the guy named Bushi, uh, a dude who was in Ring of Honor that was a scrub. Uh, uh, what is it, Wantanabe? No, it wasn't Wantanabe. It was something, but he changed his name to Evil, and they basically replaced Bullet Club as the hot stable that everybody wants to buy shirts for. So... When he came to WWE, uh, Almas wore the stuff he was wearing at the tail end of that run. The suspenders had all the stuff I was excited about because I knew his character. But when he got to WWE, they were just like, this is Mexican dude. Trust him. He can, you know, he knows what he's doing. And it failed because, as you guys were saying, with, with no background on him, it's like, what's this scrub doing wearing suspenders and a top hat looking like a fake Rick Rude or fake Rick Martel? And so now yeah. they have him go heel, and he's been doing heelish stuff on, like, the last couple of uh, tours they've been doing. So I'm very excited. But to answer Mark's question, no, this is all part of them realizing that didn't work, resetting, and then also having the double whammy of Alberto El Patron having his press conference at Chili's or Hooters or wherever he was and blowing his spot up by saying he hasn't been happy since he came to the United States. Wow. Like, why, why, as Cam said, focus on yourself. Focus on yourself. Mind your business. You tell everybody. He's like, you know, he's like, I feel bad for my boy in WWE because Andre, you know, he's unhappy. They're making him learn English. Everybody's, nobody's talking to him. Hey, like, him You're you making this hard on him. Because other guys in the past, you would just wrestle, and if you didn't know English, you didn't know English. But he's trying to learn it to be, like, fluent, not just say a couple of words and get out. And so, you know, he's in a bad spot. But it looks like he's trying to make lemons out of lemonade or lemonade out of lemons. And hopefully, uh, I don't think they're going to make a stable out of it because just like 
I pine for the Bullet Club to get remade. They're just never going to do it without having Vince's twist on something, which I respect. And wh- and where do they call you in? Uber Gruben for Los in Garbonabas. So I'll send you a video later. Uh, yeah, I yeah, you know. butcher it. But wh- it's funny because every time you have a man in uh, Tetsuo Naito who's Japanese, and he'll do it with the official Mexican, like, R role. I never learned Spanish, so I'm not very good at rolling my R's when it comes to Spanish words. We know, comrade. What's that? We know, comrade. Oh, see, 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 all languages matter, bruh. Somebody had to learn Russian. You know, everybody raised their hands and stuff. Some people learned French. That's who learned Russian. John okay. Cena didn't even learn Russian. He's like, screw that. John Cena learned Chinese. Chinese. They're communists too. Yeah, more Chinese babies to. to uh, well, that's because I made a deal. I took care of the Russian orphanages. He takes care. Of, I mean, that's that's my time, y'all. Too, man, too much aid. Oh my god. Damn, I ain't fucking around with the damn epidemic. See, people don't even know that AIDS in Russia. You goddamn right, AIDS in Russia. They still think everything. Oh yeah, they got tons of they got tons of orphans in Russia, especially if they're uh, just like most uh, crazy RN countries. Like if it's a mixed race baby, they're getting orphanage bound. (sighs) That's a damn shame. But hey, more power for John Cena, you know. But yeah, that's 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 what Mark was talking about. More power for John Cena because they stole something. I wouldn't be surprised if the elevator John has in his house takes him to one of the orphanages, Willy Wonka style. Now that's really my wow. time. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm out of here, folks. Yeah. All right, good uh, good answering of that email and clearing up uh, Los Grubenfuhrer or Governables. The Governables. So, all right, we'll uh, we'll talk to you in the VIP. All right, you 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 off you off your turf now. So we'll talk to you later. Later, Rich. Um, all right, let's. Uh, so cool. Uh, there you go, Mark. Um, Los Inger Nobles. There you go. We'll get to uh, Ross's email in a bit, but now let's go ahead out to the desert. And uh, let's talk to uh, Brian, 25-year pro wrestling torch newsletter and VIP subscriber. Brian, wow. my man. My bully good afternoon, Cameron. Good afternoon, Prass. Yo, uh, hey, a couple things real quick, and I'm going to jump in and jump out. And uh, uh, first of all, of course, I hope you both have a real good night. So um, interesting thing, and I'm not sure if you noticed this, but when um, Jericho was wrestling um, Seth on Monday, of course, the crowd went into a a battle chant where it was like, let's go Rollins, and you heard Y2J. How, and when they did it, though, is that you heard, like, the kiddies' voice doing, you know, let's go Rollins, and then the men's voice going Y2J. So, if, you know, you go back to how all the haters, you know, who hate Cena and hate um, and hate Roman. Are we, getting, was are we that, going there? Are we going to, in three months, get Seth Rollins' sucks calls? No, because I was there when the first one, me and Jason Powell, we hosted the that Tuesday Livecast, and... <clears throat> We got that first, oh, I don't really know about this Roman Reigns guy. It was like, and at that point, it was really like, what? What did he do? And then I was like, I think it's this is the beginning, pal, and it literally was. So 
Is this the is this is this the beginning of uh <laughs> Seth Rollins? That guy, yeah, I can't stand him. He's not a I don't know what they would say, but he's kinda got everything they that that fan would want, but yeah. So we'll see. Um yes, we next can. thing I have is next thing I have is about the um women's revolution. And um so uh yeah, I, I said a couple things about Charlotte before. And, you know, I think she's a great performer, great act. She's really growing into that role of being a, the lead uh, woman's heel. But I've said before as well is that I think she's been, um, you know, maybe a tad bit overrated. And I talked about how, um, you know, when they were at NXT, the women had a chance to practice matches and go through moves pretty well before they can, you know, because um, they can just do that all day. That was their job. Where now they're on the main roster and we're traveling and working out, as we talked about traveling camp, you know, that she's, uh, maybe a little bit exposed, but again, that was months ago. Or maybe when she first came up, I talked about that part. But anyway, mm-hmm. when you talk, when we talk about the women's revolution, and um, somebody mentioned, I can't remember somebody on the torch audio mentioned about how you know Nikki Bella she's still out there shaking her ass and doing the stripper pole dance and everything, and like, and um, and I was thinking like, yeah, that's right. But then I'm watching Charlotte on Monday, and she's wearing the, the shortest of shorts, where it's showing you know how. You know, again, I appreciate it as a guy, I appreciate it, of course. Or showing her ass like that, but then you know if I'm thinking, okay, so we're talking about yeah. women's revolution, and they're all these, and they're and they're, um, you know, they're ratcheting branch, up the uh, the action, but she still has a dress with shorts like that. So, get your opinion on that. Yeah, that was a big issue with uh, <clears throat> with Bruce Mitchell. You would always bring that up, like you're always talking about this. Uh, this was when they really first started the Divas Revolution after Paige came up, and 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 then Charlotte and them that first summer last year. And Bruce was like, yeah, but they're still out there in these, you know, stripper outfits. Now, mm-hmm. I, it's 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 the one place where you would go, well, so is everybody. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. Like, if Randy Orton's friggin' Shorts get any, or at one point, if they got any damn shorter, for fuck's sake, like a ball's going to pop out. So, yes. uh, so it's tough to be like, oh, they're sexualizing the women. It's like, well, no, they're. I mean, shit. This is an Olympic summer Olympic year. I mean, goddamn, those those uh, outdoor volleyball games. I mean, and in yeah. those cases, they have a real case because the dudes aren't out there in tiny little they're out there in shorts and a shirt and a tank top <laughs> but the women are out there in this and you, and tiny little like not that they're being forced they to it's just like hey that's the, the uniform that's what I want to wear so I, I don't know I, I agree uh, that their outfits are pretty small but everybody's outfits are pretty small so, and Charlotte hey, Cam, looks damn Cam, good. Cam, what were you gonna say? You know, one thing I'd say about the uh, about the women's volleyball stuff is I'm sure they get to choose what they wear. Like, I'm absolutely sure that's that's 100 percent on oh, yeah. them. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but with that said, um, you know, just like people I, made a big deal about the Muslim lady playing volleyball in uh, like covered up. Uh-huh. Like, wait, y'all mad at her? She's not out there with her ass cracks out. I mean, I'm not mad at nobody. Like you said, they, I'm sure, dressed themselves this morning. So, I don't know if this is necessarily a meme or not, but maybe it was just a picture from a couple years ago where they had, like, they had pictures of all the women, 
and all the women were basically dressed the same way, where they had like longer boots on, they had their thighs showing, like uh, like almost a bra kind of thing, with maybe some long arm things, and they lined up all the women. And I think with the only exception of Naomi at that particular time, they all were basically dressed the same way. Mm-hmm. So no, that's, and then, that's definitely concerned because, like, if you look at like if you look at the men's roster right now today, even though it's like a variation of long and short, you can point to a lot of variation. Like Roman Reigns did not does not look like Dean Ambrose, does not look like Seth Rollins. Yeah. So and does not look like Kevin Owens. Does not look like John Cena. Does kinda not look like AJ Styles. So so no I that I, I do get I, I do think at this point though like our Carmella doesn't dress like a Naomi, doesn't dress like a Becky Lynch, doesn't dress like an Oscar, doesn't dress like a Bailey. I think there is more variation now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with Charlotte actually kind of being the standout now that you say it, well, with her outfit, um, maybe Alexa Bliss kind of fits that mode. And of course, you know, Nikki Bella does too. But you know, I I I think it's less sexualized than it has been. So so I don't know. Mm-hmm. So Charles, I mean, is everything that's sexy sexualized? I mean, just because she has a great body or you know, small outfit. Doesn't mean they're necessary. I mean, of course they are. Like, hey, I, I look good in this outfit. I'm aware, but I'm just saying personally, everything that's sexy doesn't have to be, you know, sexualized. That is a person's doing. Right. Like that's your uh, what you're projecting onto that. Ooh, look at that. That's that's whatever your mind and and, and emotions and hormones conjure up. Where to go, Brian? They're not out there just out there like, look, I'm I'm fit and I'm out there in an outfit, a uniform to fight. UFC people, mm-hmm. Dana, uh, the the you know they wear pretty skimpy outfits, tiny little sports bra just to keep things intact, and small shorts and no shoes. They have a lot of skin mm-hmm. showing per capita or whatever. <laughs> so, but they're out there kicking each other's. And now, granted, they're not all fluffy and feathers and rhinestones and shit, but Different, different venue, different presentation. But again, you can go. Ooh, look at Ronda Rousey. Look coming out there in her little outfit. And that's. But we don't typically see that. Yeah. And uh, try speaking of guys. So like you said about Randy Orton was one. Big E was another guy who like you know seemed like he's about to hang out. But um, going back way old school. This is uh late eighties. Was right. um. The Young Stallions, which was Paul Roma and Jim Powers. So um, when they were tag teaming together, they were at one. This was like the first Survivor Series, which I want to talk about Survivor Series in a second. Those guys, I mean, they were like basically Charlotte, uh, where Charlotte shorts were during that during that Survivor Series. It was, it was it was bad, pretty bad. But I'm um, speaking of Survivor okay. Series, and when I called in. I heard um I called in I heard that you uh you and Cam talking about it and um Darrell talking about it. I'm in favor of, you know, having like a mixed roster or, or like team or the rosters having their own separate teams going against each other. I know it's kinda early within the, the the roster split, but still, you know, it's once a year, they're doing it. And uh Wade Keller kinda ran it on a little bit. Um ran it on a little bit on his hotline last night. And to me it you know, we of course they've done this before when we had when they had split rosters. But it's if something happens on Survivor Series in November, 
and, you know, somebody jumps from SmackDown to Raw or vice versa, and there's this dream matchup, just because they met in Survivor Series or they maybe locked up or whatever in Survivor Series, it's not going to affect that match. So, again, I have no problem with um, them doing this once a year. You know, of course, they're going to meet in the Royal Rumble as well because they'll be mixed, um, mixed crews in the Royal Rumble. But if you have those two times in the year and they're separated pretty good, it's not a big deal. Got an email. Yeah, you're right. But just real quick, got an email from Boris. He says the the, the, the subject is C dot 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 cutters, and I didn't understand. But when you read it, when I read it, did you see Nikki Bella shorts yesterday? Super cutting. So yeah, coochie cutters is where he was going. Yeah, she's yeah, she's I, um, had the the outfit that you would look at and go, man, that's a lot, you know, because she's you know pretty stacked and you know the outfits are super tight. And small, and she can't work. <laughs> so you kind of like, you know, she's not some athlete out there. Or she is, but it's yeah. not in that true sense of the word. She's kind of out there just performing and looking good while she does it. Fortunately yep. or unfortunately. Uh, going on to, um, to Goldberg versus Lesnar, um, I'm... Yeah. I think I mentioned I'm intrigued with it, and actually I think I mentioned on Fridays, but I'm intrigued with it, but not um, not that excited. Maybe once we get closer to it, I'll be a little more excited about it. But somebody, one of the audios I listened to, you know, somebody made a point where, um, and I even said this back when they were first saying about, and when um, right back to Mike making it kind of big, and they were saying, well, let's have that match. And we, of course, we talked about this in the East Coast cast back then when it happened, and especially when they released that Goldberg DVD, which I still thought was a real good commercial. But I'm just not, you know, to me, Goldberg is just one of those guys who just, you know, took more from wrestling than he gave back. And it's, you know, he's, you know, yeah, I appreciate doing it for your kids and stuff, but it's, you know, again, he just, to me, just took more than he gave back to wrestling. Yeah, I don't even think that, I don't even think there's a, that's an, an argument can be made for the opposite. Like, oh, no, he gave back plenty or, or even, let alone more than he took. And that's not, that's not like a, a bad thing. It's like, hey, timing and right place, right yeah. time, more more power to you. But I still can point out that you took that and ran and didn't do much for the thing that made you a global, at least for a time, star. Well, yeah, he's still, he's still eating off and of you can And, and then um, you can argue back, and you'd be right. Well, wrestling never – or wrestling don't care or the industry or just – the, the, the genre period over you know the last century that it's existed um, they did, you know wrestling don't care wrestling don't give back when it needs so why should I and that's the problem with these guys now it's all an art and all a performance instead of just about making money and well you can say that about anything if you're an architect or maybe probably less because you're just learning a craft providing a service and getting paid for that service um but i'm sure in in many in many genres especially performance based genres artistic endeavors it's always that's that that is always a uh you know a differing of opinions i'm doing it for the money i'm doing it for the love and you're going to get and a lot in between uh so that's going yep. to sometimes come in uh, com- conflict with each other and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, but he definitely the last again, I can't even argue. He took way more than he ever gave back. 
he was yeah. very, very privileged very early in his career. There was no due paying, you know, <laughs> at all. And, and again, certain people have those privileges, but those people are usually really, really good. Yep. You know, Allen Iverson, he had the privilege of not going to practice because he was the shit. He'd have probably been better if he took his dumb ass to practice and got on the same page with everybody and all that. But he was so good and sold so many tickets, he got away with it for so long until he didn't. And then, you know, then it blew up. And ten years yep. later, it's still, like, a thing. <clears throat> Goldberg. What did you, yeah, you, hmm? you say about Allen Iverson? What did you say about Allen Iverson? I didn't hear it. You didn't hear any of that? No. I mean, what did you say about him, though? I, couldn't, I understand what you said about him. Okay, that's my uh, bad example of a joke about practice. I mean, because we, we would play that meme all the time, you know, when somebody would do something. What do you mean by practice? Yeah. And then, like, yeah, the whole counter on the screen. Practice? We saying? Travis, yeah. Travis, I'm ruining Brian's jokes. But, um... I don't... I'm but, yeah. lost. Clearly. Uh, but, no, yeah, I think, um... Yeah, yeah, I, I'm... I'm staunchly the person who tells you there's no money in being a company man. But at the same time, um... Like he definitely, you know, made it to a level and, and never, like, you know, people say what they want about The Rock, but The Rock did all the things in his power to help John Cena on the back end. And, hell, he did everything in his power to help Goldberg on his way into the WWE. So, you know, mm-hmm. there are those guys who, who do feel they have that obligation. Um, and, you know, Goldberg was lucky enough to make it all the way out the game with no uh, – you know, with no injuries and no uh, didn't owe nobody money, so you know there's there's definitely good and there's bad. He got the he got the the best taste of the good, so yeah. And he's yep. getting more. Yep. yep. Um, the last thing I have for both of you, and um, hey, Trav, I will email something to the um after show. And last last Wednesday, I get home, I'd be doing a lot of different things. The next thing, you know, I'm like, oh my god, I got to write. And you know, I was listening to the audio. Of course, last weekend, I mean, you and um, Rich were kind of waiting around. Of course, you ended up, you know, talking for another two hours after I sent my email in. But I'll uh, be more timely. Um, but my last right. thing I have for uh, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, hope you both have a real good night. Is that um, uh, I'm not sure if you talked about on the show yet about um, Kurt Hoffman. I mean, not Kurt Hoffman, of course, but actually Nature Boy answering Kurt back Hawking. to Haley's. Uh, what well, was Kurt? It was Nature Boy Ric Flair answering back. Yeah, um, no, he, that was that was Nature. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you mentioned about that yet. So, hey, I appreciated uh, Nature Boy for answering. Um, for yeah, too bad when he gets for him to do it live because that would have been great if he did it live on the live live on the East Coast cast, I should say. So, um, if you can talk yeah. about that and uh, have a real good night, and I'll talk to you later. Yeah, all right. For, uh, for the call, as always, uh, Brian. We did talk about that earlier. I guess probably, obviously, before you jumped on. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was great. I'm glad he heated heated our call. To uh, to set the record straight, and I don't know how straight the record is, but you know, all right. At least he, uh, at least we got Flair on the record, East Coast Cast exclusive, or yeah, yeah, East Coast Cast fan page exclusive. So you want to see uh, <clears throat> see and hear Nature Boy's response to Halle Berry or uh, Halle Berry's publicist? Uh, check out the Facebook uh, the Facebook fan page. Um. So, yeah, all right, let's uh, keep things moving. 
talk to Kylan. Let's go to North Jersey. Kylan, what's going on? What man? up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam this week? Oh, doing well. Doing, okay. doing well. Doing good, yeah. Doing swell. Uh, well, I have some unfortunate breaking news to kick us off this week. Hold up. You sure about that? Yep. Alright. I want to be playing my sounders for, for news everybody found out 12 hours ago, but go ahead. As per... Ryan Satin of the Pro Wrestling Sheet site. Hideo Itami is injured and could be out for a substantial number of months. Yeah, uh, somebody dropped him on his head or neck. Uh, a young guy, they said, so I'm assuming this was like maybe an NXT spot show or, or something like that. Uh, did you have details yes. on, on how it happened, uh, Kylan? You you are referring to, as a matter of fact, Sabi Sabatelli's past oh, partner. Oh, oh, the partner. Rid, Riddick Moss. Who I believe oh, we will Everybody's see high on in in a few minutes. Yeah, people love Riddick Moss. Like, like they really uh, go out there out of their way to, you know, put him over. And uh, man, you can't. Not that Hideo Itami is like the top top of of the NXT roster, but you can't go. Can't go hurting people, but man, you'll get a terrible rep if you, you know, injured hurt, hurt top guys, guys, guys that you're counting on to draw money and the audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, 100% correct. So, my my first question, since the next round of the Dusty Tag Classic is scheduled to be taped tomorrow. Who will Kota Ibushi's new partner be? Since it obviously will not be Hideo Itami at this point. Had they taped any matches together, or is this what they're going to tape? Soon going to be there would have been their first thing. No, no, that no, they haven't. They haven't taken. Okay, uh, that's uh, I don't I don't know like Richard or 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 somebody that's paying yeah. a lot more closer attention than me. Because even though I sat here and I'm pretty sure I had NXT, which is coming on right now, everybody had it on in the background. I didn't. I wasn't aware that the Dusty thing had started. I, I thought they were still like setting it up, or I didn't know last week was the uh, was the beginning of that. So um, that's tough. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I just. I just don't have the knowledge base to say. Oh, this guy will be perfect, and he'll step in, and he's available. So 
clue, Kylan. But that sucks for a Tommy, man. Like, jeez. He ain't been, been back two months on TV, and then he's, you know, he didn't twist the ankle, you know. Yeah, that's me good. Fight through or, or, or be covered for in matches, especially when you're teaming with the Bushi. Just drop that man on his neck. If it was Sabatelli, I'd be like, oh, what a dumb, big, dumb klutz. You know, like, I never want to see that guy on my TV. Like, he sucks. Wow. Get the fuck out of here. With your, with your, I spent a year in, in the NFL and washed out, but I'm still, li- not to be in his pocket, but I'm still living like a, you know, million-dollar athlete. Like, how about just get oh, How dare he? Yeah, I know. Just, like, because he's not good. And, like, you can't, like, oh, you know, showing off with your stupid house and your car, and you're not even, you know, ain't shit. Like, damn. Yes. Damn, look at that robe. That robe is fantastic. Whew. I don't even have the music up or the volume up, but this glorious intro is really the shit. So, all right, let's uh, get to another email. This is uh, Ross's email. Ross from Baltimore. He says, afternoon, Trav and Cam. Hope you're both faring well. I believe we are. Thanks for asking, uh, Ross. Uh, I would ask your light, your thoughts on Luke Cage, but I'll listen to your fan-by-fan show. And we talked about it a little bit. Uh, I thought it was excellent and thought it was probably the most well-acted of the Marvel Netflix shows. Which goes against some of the people, like a lot of people's supposed problems with Michael Coulter was he wasn't or isn't the strongest actor. Um, but I never had any, I never thought, are those high heels on the back of his robe? I never had any issues with it in any in any scenes like, oh, he's weak. or I And I remember specifically not liking Chico or whatever, the Puerto Rican kid that, that uh, gets marked out uh, Red Sox or Catalyst. In the no, first the, 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 the 12th from the top actor. You, know, you talked about how much you disliked him. Yeah, I'd say the, the 12th from the top actor. You talked about how much you disliked him. Tw- oh, yeah, right. I mean, if you're talking shit about the 12th, yeah, 12th from the top, then I think you probably had a really sweet cast <laughs> doing a really damn good yeah. job. If you're talking about, you know, he's not, you know, henchman number six, but... He damn sure wasn't like a super important person getting a ton of lines. He was important again for what he for his role, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, just get somebody else in there. God, fucking Chico, he sucked. Um. So he continues. Each character seemed to have to have depth to them and were believable. Alfred Woodard was incredible. I hope you've had a chance to check out. Westworld, which I'm really enjoying so far. Okay, on to my wrestling questions for the week. Uh, by the way, Westworld, I mean, I can't give any more thumbs up. I got my t- my big t- two big toes up. It's like, oh, okay. If if this show can get the ratings and because it looks like that was it the first thing that Shahid talked about. No, I know, but that was the first thing Shahid talked about was the production and how expensive it looked. And it's like, oh, if this isn't a massive hit, huh? That was you. Oh, okay, somebody, somebody. 
have. Yeah, like if this isn't a massive hit from the gate, this is not going to last. And yeah. it looks like it's a pretty big damn hit, and it needs to be just to, you know, probably pay for all those. I mean, it's a really, really awesome show. Have you watched uh, any either of the two I episodes? I haven't seen it Okay. Uh, you should. I plan on getting to it, but yeah, I have to. Still got a to watch Atlanta from yesterday. I got I got stuff to catch up on. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely uh you know, I mean, it's one of those shows where you can see like in the thread on the uh, on the Facebook group, like Johnny Shipwreck talked about how slow it was. I was I mean, I totally didn't agree with him, but it's like okay, I I, I could see how somebody could say that. I don't agree, but it's not like totally out of out of out, you know, he's not out of his mind to to, to say that. It definitely. Uh, I I think first episode you care about it. that was another thing. He's like I, I don't care about any of these characters. I'm like what? They did a great job in the first damn thirty minutes making me uh, really care about some of these characters, especially I mean, you people. You guys are watching, and we'll, we'll talk about it when it's more than just a one way conversation, but. Uh, but Ross gives yeah. his thumbs up as do I. So this Sanity Group is debuting. It's four of them. I thought it was a tag team. And they're all creepy and mysterious. And well, that guy's got a Canadian patch on his jacket or flag patch. That one guy's shirt's torn, so you know he's rough and tumble. This is, like, kind of creepy in a cool way. Are they going to beat Rude and and, and and 10, Ty Dillinger? I can't call it. I'm okay. I'm, I'm right now. Uh, I'm at the Performance Center as Kurt Angle training against Samoa Joe. In tap out. Son of a bitch. So. Cameron. Yeah. Pretty great. <laughs> I'm just mad I'm not uh, playing. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so Ross continues with his uh, with his wrestling question. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> All right, number one, a couple of weeks ago we discussed my, my concerns about how the cruiserweights would be used. How do you think that's going so far? I think it's going, Cam. Yeah, it's going very yeah. Like they're they're getting that one two matches a week. Um, I think the Kendrick stuff the is second matches so far every week in the in the water as soon as they come out because the crowd's tired and they've been there four yeah. hours and they got a roof for people or roof or booth people they don't know anything about. Yep, it's all true. All of that is accurate. Oh, wait a second. Eric Young is the leader of this sanity group, so he's one of the guys on the outside, I guess. And he should be. Oh, he's the one with the Canadian patch. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it's a tag team, the former Nikki Glenn Cross. Is that one person? Nikki Glenn Cross? It's like Glenn Gary General? Yeah, sure. 
I think I'm Isn't that a movie? Glen Gary, Glenn Ross or something? Yeah, Glen Gary, Glenn Ross. Uh, fucking Steve liked this damn post. See, I found another damn gray hair, like near my hairline today. Are you old? I mean, what's some bullshit, man? Oh, Robert Rude, what a okay. All right, now this makes sense. Because he's also Canadian. Well, yeah, but he's uh, leaving Ty Dillinger to get beat beat on by the insanity dude. He put his robe on and stepped. Wow. <laughs> You guys are crazy. Wait, what about AJ talking about? Start the stepping. Like, that's that's not how you'd say that. It's start nope. the stepping. That's, nobody says that. Oh, wow. That's a pretty cool finisher, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah nice Everybody finish. has that kind of fireman's, double Tag fireman's team. hang variation. Looks good, though. Yeah. And they're wearing the scarecrow uh, scarecrow villains in uh, Batman Arkham Asylum mask. That's pretty cool. Okay. And why is homie wearing a back brace? <laughs> like, he's going to work on the shipping dock. Yeah, like you're gonna pick up the box. <laughs> I've been with your knees, uh, buddy. Okay, so is this where Eric Young is about to unmask? As no, oh, maybe not. Uh, oh, oh. One of those is a, a woman. Outside, yeah. The, the shorter one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess yep. the one that's not Eric Young. Sawyer Fulton and the other That's dude a lady. forgets his name. That is certainly a lady. Uh, I haven't even really seen these brackets. Ali. Ali who? Oh, yeah, look at her. Oh, yeah, she hits like a girl. Wow. Mm, she does. Up, oh, up. Oh. Definitely a woman. Yep, came out there, Jackie. Man. She swole, though. But she, she's kind of geeked. Yeah. Okay. She's not pulling up. It'd pull her off. She almost lost She almost lost to that jacket, though. <laughs> yeah. She, her, her shoulders, uh-oh. Ooh, oh. Wheelbarrow suplex. Ooh. Wheelbarrow suplex neck, neck breaker. breaker. That's Eric Young. All right. Now, Eric Young man un- unveils. Oh, it is EY. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like six oh. people stood up, like, "Oh, it's Eric Young." <laughs> uh, it's pretty it's awesome. A crazy stuff. What are what are what are big arms and her nice up tops? Yeah. yeah. When you have both, it's nice. I would not. I would not. I would not attempt to grab her by the pussy, at all. Thank you. Thank you. You. It, it's appreciated by uh, by all. Of us. I, you didn't have to tell me she was from Ireland. As soon as I saw that strong feminine jawline, a strong but feminine jawline. My God. I was like, I bet she. I bet she's Irish. You know where I got that from? The the man in the high castle book, where. Because <laughs> it hit it, it when they said it, I was like, "Oh, that is okay. I've noticed that too." Yeah. So it was like, "Yeah, she's Irish because you could tell by that strong feminine jawline or something." I was like, "Oh." So ever since then, I've just been noticing uh, 
strong feminine jawlines and like up oh, and then look into their background like oh yep she's Irish. So anyway, enough. Of, oh, uh, like right after you do some something after you say something racist, why why do Billy Kay and this girl kind of like sisters with different complexions though? Like it could be the lipstick, it could be the eyebrows. I'm talking about, but they really I'm talking about an actual, uh, 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 <laughs> verifiable. You know, I'm not talking. I'm not. Yeah, like I said, black people got an extra sh- a bone in their shin. <laughs> or, actually, you actually said she had extra bones in her jaw. Like you said fast tw- or <laughs> fast twitch muscle fiber or some shit. Actually, <laughs> she had more. She had more dense, uh, dense bone tissue or dense bone marrow. <laughs> than another people. All right, um, you know. See, now you just no, so manipulating is that my words. Somebody word. related to her? Is it like her sister? Because it really they seems like it. Like that's her. That's her LA, and they kind of maybe they just do their makeup and eyebrows the same on purpose. They look alike. And they kind of got the same hair style. Yeah. They just Billy, a little. Billy Kay is like becoming like really becoming a thing. That's pretty cool. I mean, it is amazing how you could see somebody and go, they don't belong. And then, like, just, like, three, four months later, just seeing them over and over again, it's amazing how just something that's – especially with me, you know how I am with new stuff or change, yeah. where it's like, yeah, I want that old thing, or I don't like this, I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've done a – they do a good job in NXT of, of – uh, you know, if somebody's on the roster, more more than likely you're going to care about them in a few months. Sometimes you just never, because mm-hmm. that's what happens. But all right, let's get to Ross's uh, second question. Um, with Paige's recent 60-day suspension, now remember this is oh no, it's from three hours ago. Uh, do you foresee her ever coming back? I'm of the mindset that she won't, since there's obvious tension. Excuse me. Obvious tension between the two sides, and WWE doesn't really need her. She's been surpassed by at least the four horsewomen, so she can't leverage her popularity at all. I'd like to see her back uh, as she's one of their better competitors, but I don't see the situation resolving itself in a quick manner. Uh, as always, thanks for your input and the great shows you put on or you put out. Thanks, man. Um, I don't think she's, yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, she's young, you know, It's who knows where, when she's 28, which she'll still, she'll still, you would assume, will be young looking and still just as fit and hot, you know, she you know, keeps herself up, mm-hmm. uh, and so cosmetically that shouldn't be an issue in, in say, five years, uh, it's just a matter of, is she going to... Not that I have any reason to doubt that she would or wouldn't, but is she going to stick with with wrestling at a high level to be in a position five years later when they potentially might need her or she might need them more than she does now? Could make a comeback. Maybe, because this is wrestling and the cliche is true. You just never say never. Uh, But right now, yeah, it seems uh, very contentious. I mean, they never talk about what someone gets popped for. Yeah, uh, probably because they're saying in this she did something illegal. In this situation, she said publicly, "Like I didn't have this. This is bullshit," and they're they're treating me unfairly. And WWE was like, "Nope, wasn't prescription. It was an illegal substance." Like, damn. So did she get caught with uh, like recreational recreation drugs in her system? Like, yeah, right. You know, Coke or something, smoking, or, smoking or some kind of amphetamine. 
Or, or well, you say gas, like steroids or something? No, nah, we, um, but. Oh, no, no, well, they don't, they don't, they fine you for that. They're not going to suspend you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I didn't go there. But, yeah, totally cocaine or something like that, it definitely um, would. great. Yes. Or if she had, like, a diet pill thing, I mean, that's probably, that could be, you know, they, you got to remember yeah. these women are, they ha- they are, they have to keep a certain look about them and mm-hmm. uh, all that. All right, Liv Morgan has to win this match after what happened to her last week or two weeks ago. Like, you you lasted two minutes with Oscar. You can beat this fucking velour wearing mm-hmm. motherfucker. Like, <laughs> come on. Jay's icy white right now. I'm, I'm never going to get over that. My first shoe game is so tough. Hopefully she oh, doesn't yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. She's, she's, she's definitely a hip chick. And like in a in an authentic, seemingly authentic way, not like she's some phony chick who kind of will come through Vibe magazine or Double XL and see what's going on. Is Vibe magazine still a thing? Right. Uh, and see what's and, <laughs> and see what's going on. Uh, I'm sorry, I mean, Vibe.com or something. Yeah. Nobody the fuck is a ma- what's yeah. a magazine? <laughs> Mag- what are those? Um. So this is a tough one. This is, we need more detail. I think I need more detail to come out. Yeah, before, there's so many conflicting I things. I mean, going to do in the future. Uh, I mean, there was a deleted time. tweet or or a, fo- a Photoshop tweet that said "fuck you and your company, you old horny bastard," and that was supposedly yeah. from Page's account. Um, when I brought it up, no one could find it, and then when I went back to the source, they had even taken it down. So I think they got wind. Somebody was like, somebody got you. Take that down. That's not real. She never said that. Uh, but it was, again, believable enough that somebody would post it. Because, mm-hmm. because it, is, it has gotten contentious. I like Billy Kay, but she's got this, like, Aletta Ocean fakeness thing to her that, like, you know, like, like she just seems super high maintenance, super made up. Yeah, yeah. She's like Liv Morgan, she's smoking, but I mean, she probably took five minutes doing some eyeliner and some lip stuff and came out for a match. Yeah. This chick looks like she goes through a whole dumbass process and looks kind of... Yep. yep. And yeah, like, like, she, she really has her in a torture rack right now, and she really did like a dope-ass backbreaker earlier. Like, she, she's a wrestler. And then, whoa, yeah. rack into, into the like, snake eyes. Uh, snake eyes? Wow. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. Okay. I think, like, Almas, as soon as she changes her outfit, I'll probably like her more. I just can't take her seriously yeah. in that outfit. The you, design is pretty trash, and the fact that it's tall, velour is like, come on. It looks like your name should be. And so her wearing long things accentuates it, like the cross uh, the, like the cross stitches between the, the, the top and the trunks and then the trunks and the leg. It, yeah. It's kind of off-putting. Um, but yeah, when she yeah. gets different, like a garb that's not, and finds herself. Covering, I mean, she still clearly is in that stage of like, what is a yeah. Billy Kay? Like, I don't know. Yeah. They don't play her for Australian <laughs> stuff, which is probably good. Not everybody that's again not Anglo white American yeah. doesn't have to be. That does not she have to be the shit out of her. Good God, damn, Liv is on a blue streak. 
and daughter. Screwing her shit. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Joe is the point. I don't think anybody believes the match will be a classic. They just want to see Goldberg. Like, yeah, yes, that is true. Oh, nobody better think that match is going to be a classic. They're in for a serious fucking letdown. I mean, we, yeah, we, we've, we've seen them wrestle before. We, we know we know what we could expect when they 12 were... 12 years ago in their physical... At least yeah. Lesnar, for sure, was in probably his physical... Physical prime. And, and, yeah. and Goldberg was at the tail end of his... Uh, mm, yeah. Shit anyway, out. yeah, so uh, back to uh, his, his, his page thing. This is... Uh, they gotta be... Yeah, they're related. Maybe. One's sexier and one's cuter. If you could just smush That's them together. Kay. Billy Kay's sexier and the other one's cuter. To me. But just yeah. smash them together. Yeah. Ooh, put her face on her body. See, that's locker room talk. No assault. No... You know, we just talking about tits and outfits and stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just made anybody wonder. And how we'd, we'd appreciate the opportunity to touch you. We're not just uh, I mean, you. oh, sure. Absolutely. But I will certainly wait for the signal or or even if I got to ask, <laughs> which is never like, you know, a sexy thing. Uh, can I? Ooh, can dropped I, it. I started can I touch your vagina? Can I touch your pussy? Please. Wow. Uh, all right. So thanks for the email, Ross. As usual. Um, so yeah, if you got a non-VIP email you want to get in before the end of the show, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com, or send something in for me and Rich in the VIP. If you are a VIP member, we do have a straight from the stash, but that's pretty much much all Entertainment Coast cast. So if you got wrestling stuff, wrestling topics you want us to talk about, um, East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. Uh, let's go back to the Constellation lines and talk to some more folks. Let's. T- oh, you know what? Live portion before I goddamn forget. I did last week. I did a a, a bit of a a plug last or last week, but it was on the VIP. Uh, so this is a different, maybe bigger audience. I don't know. Um, our our. I mean, I guess it's a sponsor for sure. Um, but we are sponsored for sure by our good pal Chuck Taylor, who is uh, an artiste extraordinaire. And you can check out Chuck's work at lostintheink.com. And the is T H A. Uh, everything else is spelled uh, in the Queen's English. Uh, lostintheink.com. Dot com. Check out his gallery. Check out his logos. Check out. I'm not sure if he put up any of his Inktober stuff yet, but if you go to in the, I think in the contact section, there is. Hmm. Come on, Chuck. You got to put your. Oh well, he doesn't put a ton of. I know. I know. A bunch of the. Instagram. A bunch of the sketches are up on the IG. Um, yeah, I was going to say, it's, 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 but it's not on here. It's not like his, you know, his that's it, the contact is a number and then and the email. Um, so because it's him and his kids and it's more of a personal thing. So, uh, yeah. but definitely go to the site and check out his artwork and contact him if you want to commission him. You see all of our dope ass art that he does for our shows, plural. Uh, so if you got a logo you need designed, if you got 
art that you want to turn into, or you got a T-shirt idea, but you don't have uh, someone that can draw it and, and format it into all that for you, hit Chuck up at LostInTheInc.com. Uh, seriously, he's uh, really, really good and professional, and work definitely work with you price-wise on what you need and get you exactly what you need and what you want. So uh, check him yeah. out. At least go and peep his gallery, give him some clicks, some unique visitors. And um, and if you like it, share it with anybody that you know that uh, that needs this kind of service. Lostintheink.com. All right, let's. Uh... Oh, Chuck's on the on the on the email. Uh, who else? Oh, Darrell said, "Rip Tommy Ford for sure." Um, did he seriously go in for knee surgery and now he's dead? I thought it was like a stomach ulcer, uh, uh, aneurysm. Nah, he had, a, he had a knee problem. Damn. I, I, I mean, that's super ago. suspect. You don't go that's in for knee thing. surgery or a knee issue. I mean, you, but you do, and that's why black people are afraid to go into the hospital. But, yeah, um, that's what I saw. Uh, it's rough, man. Um. Yeah, and just like uh, like like he said, like surgery complications, it can be they have an elbow surgery and they the wrong thing, they find the wrong thing while you're having surgery, or you know, it just you never know. That's why people are afraid of even minor surgery. Like, that's the reason. Surgery complications it, are common. Ha- yeah, it happens. I mean, did they leave, like, a sponge in his knee and it got infected and spread? I mean, that's what I would think, but damn. So, yeah, rip Tommy Ford. That sucks. Oh, a bad anesthesiologist. Yeah, that could – that's just his theory, but that definitely could uh, could have uh, – could do something in your blood. I don't know. And then she said that's usually it. Yeah, that's why – and that's uh, – uh, anesthesiologists get paid – so much, and that's why the schooling is so much. I, mm-hmm. My nurse friend Lindsay, she's like, I want to go back to school and uh, get my degree in anesthesiology, but I can't afford it. Even on, you know, she makes decent money as a as a as a as a nurse. Um, she can't afford to take the time off and pay for school. It's like so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he said the same thing. That's why they make so much. Yeah. It's a precise thing. I mean, you got to do. Not just weight and height, you know, body fat and stomach contents. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, you got to take a lot of shit into consideration. Don't be a, you know, a, a, a tiny person or a super skinny or super fat. I'm sure that just throws everything off. Like the more average you, you are, me. probably the better. Is this Tino but Sabatelli? Is it? That's the more fit one, the shorter hair one. Yeah. This physique is ridiculous. No, it's yeah, it's absurd. Absolutely. Yeah, because they're all in good shape in the ring, and his partner's in really good shape, but he's he's crazy. Yeah, but he's shitting on all of them. Yeah. Uh, Now, 
Nice. I think so. Back to that, yeah. So. I don't know. He was cutting grass. I'm pulling weeds, so I think he's free. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Oh, shit. Listen, highest average salary, highest incident of medical error, and it's the biggest mm-hmm. percentage of drug abuse, as in for the doctor or for that, that, that part, the uh, anesthesiologist or more prone to do drugs? Because maybe they have access. He says, yeah. yeah. Are they like, you know, as you're counting backwards from 100 and you go under, do they like get the residue for themselves? Like, oh, he only got to 75 and then. No, I told you about little... my man. Hey, and he says the firms that they don't, that they, that they work at, they don't, like a lot of them don't drug test because they can't. It gets too stressful. They, they understand people are going to cling to those vices because they have to, or they'll do worse things to themselves. So, yeah, that wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> if, but as an anesthesiologist, your job is to uh, is to apply and administer, I should say, the uh, anesthesia. After yeah. after they're under, what's your job? Maybe monitoring and that kind of thing. Probably. I'm trying and to think of some drugs in front of you. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the stress. Yeah. I mean, you would think like opening somebody up every day and tink- yeah, like you said, tinkering with people's tendons and their hearts. And or their... <laughs> exactly. Like you start making all that money, you want to do something with that money, and you 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 feeling yourself a little bit. Let's let's party. Grab some of these drugs. Take them on this boat. Have me a week. Not me. I'm strong enough. I'm stronger than that. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> what, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> um, you know you got to be eight years old to play with a Ouija board? Like the recommended age is eight and up for a Ouija board? But you gotta Some people tell you not even to fuck with it drugs. like on any level, like in any kind of yeah. like like new. Yeah, like you're really like, fucking around. You can be eight years old, and that's the proper age of summon the devil. But you got to wait till you're 21 to sip on some well, I don't. It's rough out here. Well, I don't think the idea of a Ouija board is to summon the devil. <laughs> that's, that, I mean, I don't know much about Ouija boards. I'm pretty sure what board, that that's not. What board you playing? You must not have the, the, the deluxe edition. <laughs> the Beelzebub special? No. I, I got the regular old. Uh, I, I just got the regular board. one with the, with the gargoyle on the, on the cover. Just the regular, <laughs> regular old demons and shit. Um. All right. Okay. I said it. Let me. Let's go to Mike in Brooklyn. Let's talk to him. Mike, what's happening? Yeah. What's going on? Why are you so fast, bro? Getting off. Off that damn clock. Twisted up. Listen to y'all. Got in a little late. You know. Where? Where? On the call, you know, on the call tonight, I ain't getting, you know, what you got. You got a, you got a brand name. You got something with a name. Uh, I got some Girl Scout cookie right now. That's what I. That's my current. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, just. I mean, I mean, on on that tip, I've been fucking with the piff. I took it back to day one. Okay. I got my hands on some good piff. Got you know the side one deck of cards, the Gorilla Glue. Yeah, so, so you know, mind. Um, to start off, 
before I um, forget. I was on well, my lunch very early. I was random looking at a, one of the old nitros, and Goldberg's opponent name was Johnny Attitude. Who was that? Johnny Attitude. So it was some Jabron, but oh, okay. They were throwing shots. Cause this like right around you know the time of you know the start of the Attitude era, and the dude came out, shaved head, black trunks, black boots. With attitude on the back of his trunk, so I guess I it was like you know, yeah, it was a, it was it was like a random nitro. It was one of them, you know, one of them jabronis, one of them jobbers, and they were just laughing. They just hamming it up. Um, Shivani and Bobby the Brain, they were just throwing random shots. So I guess like in essence, they were throwing indirects at Stone Cold at yeah. the time. Yeah. So, like, if you, have, you know, go in your archives, just check that out. Oh! Um, Sabatelli. All right. Okay. Got out of that. So, what else you got? What else uh, you think about? Yeah, so I'm just, I mean, I just caught it around the time, um, you know, um, Tyler came on and all that. And, I mean, my assessment for the time, I don't know. It, it's, I don't think this worked out. I think they should just he should just go back to Japan. And it's, uh, it's hard, man. He, you know, nothing, nothing was his fault this time. Somebody dropped him wrong, but yeah, it's, it's rough, man. It's rough. You know, and to think about it, he came first. He was there before, you know. Finn and Joe and Naka, you know what I mean? He came way before these guys did. I think I missed who exactly we're talking about. That's the only um, part Itami. Itami. Itami, okay, okay. Yeah, he was uh, He was the main guy. Remember the hype? They got Kenta. That was like the made, first major huh? international signing Triple H, you know, uh, uh, pulled off. And yeah, yeah that's I mean, they don't all work out. I mean, for for various yeah. reasons. Yeah, everybody not going. You know, that's just the nature of the beast. Everybody not going to work out. So um, so do y'all guys? Y'all think um, uh, uh this is the spirit squad is signed? Because I was reading Wicker and it's like they signed. It's two okay. of them, and like, one of them looks like he showed up. Like they called him last week or two weeks ago. It was like, hey, um, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? You want to you want to bring a two man spare squad back to to do stuff with Miz and Dolph Ziggler on TV? You down? He's like, well, I'm you know I'm feeding my kid, I'm walking my dog right now, and I haven't taken a bump in twelve years. But okay, and they're like, okay, you just show up at the performance center, and we'll uh, you'll hit the ropes a few times. We're not gonna, we won't have you do too much. Just just get comfortable bumping again. Did you see the welts on his arms from the hitting the ropes? Right. Yeah, he was he's not calloused up like a, like most guys are for that are used to doing that two, three, four nights a week. Like, that's the first time he hit the ropes probably that hard uh, uh, in again in a decade. No, but, but was it homeboy? Was it? A, I think that's Mikey, right? The shorter one. Was he? Yeah, in the was great. Yeah, was he on weights for a while? Ooh. Wow. Get them boys out of there. And then they pin. Well, at least uh, they pinned the right guy. 
Yeah. No, I said, there, wasn't, uh, wasn't uh, Mikey ROH for a while? I remember seeing him, like, maybe a few years back in, in ROH. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, you got me. I know Kenny's out there working mm-hmm. for a while. Um, yeah, but it's been, yeah, it's been a while for my kids. Maybe not some crazy-ass kids. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah, um, damn, I lost my train of thought. Let me read it back in. I right. so like I don't know if y'all, you know, what y'all opinions are, and what y'all thought on, you know, Shane and Brian throwing down the gauntlet with that whole Survivor Series thing. I mean, I think they got so many guys that you want to see go that that can actually be pretty good. Um, like like Mike, we were talking, we were talking about it a bit earlier. Like, if you had to pick a five on five, who, who would it be? Um, like, are you going SmackDown tag teams? Are you going to individual stars? Are you going with a mix? Like, who would it be on the SmackDown side if you had to go with the with the Survivor Series team? I mean, well, you know, from the way it looked, you count AJ and Ambrose out, so that's not going to go. I mean, who's their top five besides that? They don't have five, five guys. <laughs> they probably had earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, if you go, Randy Orton, Two Wyatt, Apollo Crews, yeah. and Miz. Yeah. I mean, well, if you, you know, just you don't care about face-heel dynamics, you do definitely You have enough people to do stuff. But And you didn't say Baron Corbin, I don't think. So, I mean, you have guys, Kalisto. It's just, is it going to draw? Like, is it going to be enough that people want to see those matches? But, like, the original question was, who cares? Because it's all about Goldberg and Lesnar. Not who cares, but that's the draw. That's why you can do these matches, because you've got something huge on top. So, you don't have, you can save shit for for January and, uh, and obviously WrestleMania. Right. Burn everything out in the win, in, you know, in the in the fall, or at least. You got Goldberg and Lesnar on top. You got probably AJ and them both under it. Probably some sort of combination of KO and uh, Rollins, or probably KO and Jericho. I mean, the the, the Batman will want to see KO. I mean, we're not betting. Uh, I would want to see or would think to believe, being that is in Canada, it would be KO and Jericho. Being that both of those dudes are Canadian, mm-hmm. I think that probably would be a big draw for them there. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I'm amongst that, it's like, what, what else do they got besides that? Yeah. What y'all think about Broken Matt getting the whole total nonstop deletion? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. an interesting little thing to catch to, to to have headlines and wrestling sites for clickbait and shit like that. But I mean, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Like the guy's very well off money wise, but well, we also talk about what is TNA worth. So if Jeff Hardy or if Matt Hardy has, I mean, twenty million dollars in the bank. And he wants to spend a cool two mil to purchase. I mean, again, is is, is TNA even worth two million dollars? Is he overpaying 
for if he pays that price. Wait. Exactly. Shit. Blake and Murphy are wrestling each other. Each other. Yeah, they ain't been homies for a minute. Oh, okay. I mean, at least since Alexa Bliss turned, uh, you know, get, uh, you know, left them. That was a part. That was the start of it. Then they had a few matches. Now they're back to. Uh, yeah, I can completely ignore this bum ass match. Uh, uh, real about? quick. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. No, 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 yes, huh? No, no, because I'm taking it way off subject, and I want to stay on subject. If you got something else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, nah, I was just thinking about what you, what, what, what was y'all assessment of when AJ was backstage was saying and see Brian, and he was like, all right, I'm going to just take matters in my own hands. I didn't even like, hear you. Yeah. From, like, getting beat from, like, Ellsworth. And... Yeah. Like, Ellsworth getting so much kick. Like, shout out to him, like, for getting, for getting that opportunity. Um. I thought that, like, the A.J. Bryan stuff is such a tease when they argue because, like, I want to see you guys wrestle. Like, I wish Daniel Bryan was okay so that they could wrestle because it would be so good. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's... Who, Bryan and Ellsworth? No. Uh, oh, Bryan and A.J. And, and <laughs> AJ, yeah. But, uh, no, I think... I mean, I'm um, sure Bryan could get a decent match out of James Ellsworth. Yes. And, and wouldn't risk any type of injury. Um, but yeah, I, I think that AJ, um, like I like that even though SmackDown has a GM and a, uh, you know, whatever the other person is, a chairman or CEO or owner or whatever, um, I like that the champion exudes the amount of power that he does. You know, I, I'm calling my own shots at least to a point, even though they kind of, uh, you know, have caveats like how it goes about it. And then again, just a credit to AJ. And even, you know, Dean, like, working with, you know, a James Ellsworth. Like, SmackDown is doing a good job of finding ways to fill weeks where guy one, guy one can't fight guy one A every week. Like, there has to be some intrigue. There has to be some one-upsmanship. Um, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I mean, even if it's this guy, I think Trey even called that it was going to be James Ellsworth. But, um, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, I don't think that was hard call. <laughs> That was, uh, yeah. Um, all right, let's Mike has some background noise. Let's see. Bring him back on. Mike, any uh, follow up or another question before we get out of here? I mean, not as far as that. Um, I want to get, you know, hear what you was getting into real quick, though. Yeah, trying to get ready now. There's going to be another, you know, dropping 24 hour album with your man Hope. They, they say maybe December or early 2017. I'm, look, I'm, I'm not interested in that in the least. Before I get it on, uh, before I get it on Apple Music, like, is it going to be on title for a whole month again? Like, they waiting on that Kanye album was crazy. It took like a month and a half. Um, yeah. No, I think, um, like, you look at Jay's, like, like Jay's guest verse on Drug Dealers Anonymous. Like, if it's that, if it's that stuff, then that's what we want. If it's Magna Carta. Kingdom Come is not what I want, so like I'm I'm definitely always going to be interested in what Jay Z does, so he doesn't do it anymore. And wow, uh, Murphy just hit like a great. Uh, he had no yeah, business like, doing that either. First off, yeah, his yeah, homie yeah, yeah, outside. Yeah, I see the pic rolling around, rolling around um, social media. I haven't. Who's um, running around social media? The flick that was floating around from social social media, the the, the original Murder Inc. 
back together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. There was, like, time heals all wounds. That was the caption. Yeah. 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 See, see, this is why... This is this is why what Donald Trump said don't mean nothing because there's a rap stable named Murder Inc. and they those guys couldn't be president or you know so nope nope <laughs> oh my goodness like damn Joe yo Joe is just clearing house this is why this is to me he should be he should be one of the he should be the the, the, the fifth man on a, on a SmackDown team. He's, he's something else. I wouldn't he be really mad. I wouldn't be mad him, at all. And just have him like maybe like a throwback to like how Nash did that year, and just 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 wreck shit. At least eliminate three three of the five raw dudes. Hmm. Bring me Nakamura. All right, Mike, we're going to get out of here, man. All right, fellas. All right, Next week. Talk to you later. So, guess what hashtag has been trending uh, the last few, last today? Go ahead. Repeal the 19th. And the, the 19th, 19th Amendment is yeah. the amendment that gave women the legal right to vote nationally. Yeah. It's been going around. Uh, not black women, but women, you know, women, human women. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Nate Silver did a, ran a thing on 538 showing Trump would win in a landslide if only men were allowed to vote. Uh-huh. And so the repeal the 19th thing popped off. And then you have the worst part is, I mean, it's, it's, it's typical stuff. Uh, one guy... 12th century shitlord, which probably is a very good, uh, a very good uh, <laughs> 12th century, you know, as far as you know, how you feel. Um, major takeaway from this debate, women are utterly, completely unfit for political arena. This has to end. Hashtag repeal the 19th. So that's like the level of, yeah, like, oh, okay. And so it's typical, like, you know, men saying that kind of dumb shit. But then, when when the women jump on, I would certainly uh, be willing to give up my right to vote to make this happen. Hashtag repeal the 19th. Men continue to be cool, great and cool. Uh, Men should never have given women the right to vote. These are our women now. Which is why I'm, then somebody else says, which is why I'm against women voting. So they're all responding to the Nate Silver thing. Yeah. Then somebody says, I maintain that many of our problems as Republic would be solved if we could only hashtag repeal the 19th. It's rough, man. They did this segment on CNN last night, or at least I saw it last night, or maybe this morning, uh-huh. this afternoon, where they had a, just a, just oh, it was Texas women for Trump. So, I mean, they're just this group of women. Uh-huh. But they all, like, sat down with the CNN lady and, like, Basically, talked about why why sexual assault isn't a big thing. Bragging about it. Damn it! I'm mm-hmm. Shinsuke running out. Uh, and they were like, you know, well, you know, locker room talk. And as we've talked about, uh, I mean, 
I'm not a high. I've never been a, a high, uh, a high uh, elite athlete, and ever not even close. I mean, I did go all public in soccer two years in a row, you know. But you know, whatever. You know, I did make the newspaper, the Daily News in Philly. So, um, but you know, no scholarship offers. So obviously, I wasn't a big time athlete actually in college, let alone got the chance to go pro. But I never bragged about sexually assaulting anybody. Like, I can, like, say that and be confident that mm-hmm. I'm, like, telling the truth. Like, I don't think I've ever, like. No, and then, <sighs> you know, I I was also not a a, a college pro <laughs> athlete, but I do exist in a space where these are people who I consider friends. Sure know a bunch of them. Yeah. Who, exactly, who did make it to that level, and I can confirm that is not how they talk. Like, you know, like, if it was a situation where I knew buddies of mine, who, you know, played college ball and pro ball talk like that, I would say, hey, I know that that's something that's kind of prevalent. It ain't. It's not how. Now, here's the thing. Locker room talk um, doesn't mean country club or public bathhouse or, like, I, I, I don't, I can't speak toward a rich old white man's, you know, uh, racquetball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can. Can you imagine the things that are said in those circumstances? I mean, in the in the room in the locker rooms of power, and I'm not talking about yeah, and money power. Like, oh, a bunch of spoiled rich diva athletes that are all overpaid. I'm talking about real power making yeah. decisions in various communities or or or, so like, or whatever. Those halls and locker rooms of power. Can you imagine? Look at a guy like, why is Nakamura knocking out security? Jesus. Um, They're trying to hold him back. Yeah. If you look at like a, damn, well, you're killing me, Trav. I'm I'm losing it. Um, Oh, no, if you look at like a situation like Baylor, where they had a very bad situation, like a guy like Sean Oakman, is not allowed in their locker rooms anymore. Is not allowed around the team publicly. Like you just you don't have grounds to say this is locker room talk. Like it was weird. Like I got into it with good old Johnny the Bull Stamboli about this on Twitter like yesterday, and it was like he was like he was just talk, just talking shit in private, and it was like no, it's not. It's not like. On the same token, like a guy who's been in the same locker rooms, uh, Shane Helms was telling him, like, no, that's not what it is. And so, yeah. you know. Like, don't be hung up on the word pussy or, or any of the vulgar stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, shit, you'll hear worse on this show. Seriously. Yeah. That is not, that is not the shit, issue. Fuck. You know, Nobody's mad at words. That's, like, stop trying to yeah, conflate, like. Yeah. He literally could have said, like, grab grab her by the, the outer region of her labia. That's no you're, <laughs> you're what you're saying is so sexual assault. Just just go ahead and go ahead oh. and massage a fallopian without permission. Look, look, you look, can't say who did the look, somebody did a bit oh uh, oh, maybe it was Trevor Noah. But he was like, It's not the word, it's not the crassness, because someone could say Yes, uh, that was a fine afternoon of uh, of, of of racquetball. I'd like to, uh, y- y- you know, uh, procure that woman by her vagina. 
And it would, or if somebody said, uh, damn, yo, I was, you know, these bitches came through, and then I was like, yo, yo, girl, can I grab that ass? You know, those, those are different. Like, those are very different. He did it a, a much better job of, but he was just, like, no, yeah. saying something, words, no matter, you know, you can say the same thing in a very straight up, articulate way. You can brag mm-hmm. about raping somebody or sexually assaulting somebody. Or you can say something super crass in a in an urban, slang-filled way with tons of curse words that isn't even half, don't even come close to being as offensive to saying in a straight, lace, you know, proper way, assaulting somebody. Like, it's not even close. Like, like those people that go out of their way to try to conflate the two, like, you go, oh, this is why rape culture exists. Because of people like you. Oh, yeah. like, I thought it was just scumbags raping people. But it's like, no, it, it it's tolerated and accepted, and, and, and women are looked at side-eye when they uh, make, make uh, um, when they bring it up because of people like you. Like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. All right, that's why Brock fucking Turner can rape a bitch outside of, in a dumpster and, you know, do three months in jail for it. Mm-hmm. And then people go, yeah, and because she, you know, she was drunk. What was she doing at a party drunk with frat boys? She should have known. She should have known somebody was going to rape her. Like, that's, you know, boys, that's what boys do. They they, they rape. They, what are you supposed to do? Yep. Well, you show them some ankle. I mean, come on. Scumbag. So, all right. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that uh, story up. Alex Trebek. <laughs> Nerdcore hip hop. Yes, it exists. <gasps> oh my God. Alex Trebek is a savage. What do you do? I just gotta play it in in full. Oh, I'm watching. I'm sorry. So now. I'll play what, it for you. What do you say? Doesn't sound like fun. I think it's very fun. It's called nerdcore hip hop. Nerdcore hip hop. Yes. Um, it's uh, people who identify as nerdy, rapping about the things they love, video games, science fiction. Having a hard time meeting romantic partners, you know. It's really happy and fun. Losers, in other words. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah. Losers, in other words. <laughs> Shit, Alex. Oh, no. So, all right. Um, we got three minutes left in the live, live portion. Uh, I see two seven seven three numbers. Seven seven three. What you gonna do? I don't know if you saw I my. I don't want to. I want to go to the one that's not Boris. <laughs> so <Wow>. terrible. <laughs> seven seven three. Who's this? Nah, that was Sonya. The other number. <laughs> well. Look, I- Nope, nope. Well, hold up. I want to talk to Sonya. Sonya, what's what's going on? 
I hope she oh, has on the phone so bad. I was promised Sonya. Now I'm getting dead air. I uh, see. See, now now we got to talk to Boris. I wanted to talk to Sonya, but <sighs> bring Boris on. <laughs> All right, Boris, what's wow. going on? You can't bogart other people on the air. She didn't have her hand up. Hey, it's my show. I could bring on whoever I want. <laughs> yeah. oh, so anyway, what's show. on your mind? Thanks, man. Well, I talked I talk to you know, Wade now, but I, I was suggesting that could we go, I mean, you know, just thinking about it a little bit, if Brock was to beat Goldberg, that would be one on one, they'd have one, one one victory apiece. Would you go for the third? You, you talk about a you know, third match. You better not talk about a third match, and let it better not be at WrestleMania either. No, I'm just saying WrestleMania, just, WrestleMania 40. Only because <laughs> only because no, 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 no. No, I'm just saying just in a hypothetical way because Heyman brought up how it's, you know Brock can't sleep with this one victory, with this one loss on this record. I mean, he talked right. a big game. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I, I'm just going off of what they put in front of us. And you know that even Stephen Booking. I mean, they they desperate when they. Man, this is not when. I'm not. I mean, I ain't worried about even Stephen Booking in this situation. I assume Brock is going to win because there is definitely no reason for for Goldberg to go over at this point. Um, Yeah. Hey, here's the shout in the background though. We already know where this is supposed to be going. Shane McMahon. So this match don't even really matter. They just need to get there. I really hope Wade's off on that. Like I pray Wade's off on that. I don't want to see it. I hope so too. At all. But you see it what they did? They, they reward the girls. You get the, you 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 deserve this. You need to get in hell and cell. So it's not this ain't pretty. It's the things they're doing outside of the good stuff is just it's backwards. It's big time ass backwards. You deserve this. You deserve hell in the cell. We all talked against that, but they went straight for it, right for the jungle. Well, once the idea was out there, it was kind of pretty obvious. Like, yeah, that's that's where that's where they're going. They want to, you know. And the thing I was the thing I was thinking about is Charlotte gonna do her dad, and she gonna bleed. Do she want to just oh. go for it? And, you know, what I'm saying. I mean, I've seen her bleed from the, the mouth like hard way. Few, you know, once or twice. Yeah. But yeah, will she like crimson? Ma- she ain't gonna crimson mask, but she could do it like a hairline thing where her hair, like they can, you know. But she got too much hair. It doesn't really work. <laughs> I mean, it'll probably work. It's still blonde enough that the guy. Well, you've seen they pretty much doing some off the wall stuff. They're giving them a cage to play with now. And, you know, it's sad to look at it like this, but. They're encouraging them to do it. feels like they're encouraging it. You know. I mean, you know regardless. you know who you're putting in the ring. You know what they're going to propose. And you know there are reasons you're going to have trouble saying no to it. Because you've allowed them to do this much. Um, unless there's something that we're missing. Um, it seems like, yeah. It, uh, you know, uh, hopefully everybody stays safe. Oh, somebody <laughs> said Boris whining about the wrong shit. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I was being cool. I don't wow. know what you should be, but it was an LOL afterwards. So I mean, you know, you know, it's oh, just building to 
say nothing about I'm John Cena. <laughs> That's what it is because I, I you see you saying that. What I didn't say, Roman Reigns. Everybody got to speak Monday, but Roman he just came out and smiled. Everybody had something to say, and he just came out and smiled and ran off Russo without you. Wow, what a great U.S. champion! He's so protected that he won't. They won't even let him speak. I mean, hey, we see we're trying to listen. When you're trying to be in charge of America and you open your mouth, we see how that's doing people right now. So this may be what's, what's best for business. <laughs> you look like well, Tom Brady. There's Tom Brady. I that that was that would be taken. Donald Trump's uh, locker room talk. Tom Brady said it's been nice talking to you, and he left. He didn't want no parts of that. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have ever even even if he, which I believe. Yeah, okay. You shouldn't have said nothing a year ago when you fucking came out and supported him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know nobody, you know, I don't know nobody watches Simpsons anymore because they're, you know, whatever. Oh. Uh, Sunday show was really good. They had uh, Bart became a fan of uh, the Boston Americans, the Boston football team, and not the Springfield Isotopes. And, <laughs> and it was obviously brave. It was the Patriots. And uh, yeah. Homer went on this thing, like, trying to convince him how terrible Boston is as a city. And Bart was just – he saw – I guess he had just saw The Departed or something. It was like, nope, I'm all about uh, – oh, and they cheat. So it was like, so the isotopes were about to win. It was four seconds left. Uh, isotopes were up four. A touchdown would have them, would, they would lose. Brady throws a Hail Mary, and they go, oh, nobody's in the vicinity. Looks like the game's over. And then the mascot runs out and catches the ball, runs into the end zone. They count it. The Patriots, or the Boston Americans, win, and Homer just loses it. They cheat. They can't win without cheating. Just, yeah, it was mm-hmm. such a Right game. out there. So, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, and Moe was like, look at this pretty boy. Thinks he's thinks he's so handsome because he's drop-dead gorgeous. <laughs> he thinks he's so handsome because he's drop-dead gorgeous. Oh, man. Simpsons. Still so lit. You, you people. You damn people. All right, Boris, we're getting the hell out of here. I don't even know if you had a more point. More of a point to make or or, or follow up. I ain't got time for that. So yeah, that's everybody we got through. Uh, so um, yeah, that we're gonna, that's going to do it for for this here episode. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, same uh, same channel, same time. VIP folks, stay tuned because me and Rich will be back uh, in a matter of uh, seconds. Everybody else will talk to you all next week. Oh, we out of here. Later.